Hey, hello, we are live. You have found Texas Steampunk Connection Beyond Episode 2. I am Flavio. You may know me. Well, sometimes I am known as Dammit Flavio. Sometimes, very few times, Major Dammit Flavio. <laughs> you may know me from such a Steam podcast such as Texas Steampunk Connection Seasons 1 through 4, as well as most recently, Texas Steampunk Connection Reboot. <laughs> oh, oh, we're in a reboot. <laughs> Once again, I am joined with my co-host. Dax and Jack and Nicole. Say hello, everybody. Introduce yourselves. Hello. Hello, everybody. Ooh. And that's not introducing yourselves. I'm Jack. For those of you who can't see my face, this is my voice. I am Thax. Same goes for me. Um, I'm the one in the hat. The biggest, tallest hat. You are the one in the big hat. A very tall hat, yes. <laughs> and I'm Nicole. Um, the current female on the show that is also the jailer at steampunk november named natalie yes so. taggish or mctaggish or mctavish hey, in there sorry <laughs> all right well once again we are here to talk steampunk and whatnot but of course as always this is a new this, this is going to be a new segment that i just invented not just now not during the reboot <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> what are we drinking i thought i had found a new beer because it looks good and didn't recognize it. Apparently, according to my untapped, I've drank it before. It's called, uh, and, it's, and I think it's appropriate, the name, Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. <laughs> Ooh, really cool looking. Oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it has a picture of an old Rasputin. He, you know, if anybody who doesn't know who Rasputin is, he was a Russian, a Russian wizard who wouldn't die. Yeah, <laughs> until they poisoned him. Yeah, didn't they poison him, shoot him, stab him, bury him, and he just so got up or whatever? Okay. Yeah. He gained popularity in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, this then there was that. Then there's that movie with the little the little flying bat that he that oh. he was with. I, I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, and a high yeah. That just popped right out of the sir. Let me put that right back in. <laughs> oh yes, okay. It was. It's a good taste. I like it. It's a little stronger than the last one I had because last one was really smooth. Mm. It's not. It's, it's still. This is still good, but not as smooth. Mm. Okay. Hello, Su Suku. Suku Sage. You're new. I don't think I've seen your name before. Hello, I'm, V Sci-Fi. She's, she's gonna, gonna be here more often. Bye. Awesome, awesome. Yep. You see, I told you, Nicole brings the watchers and the listeners. I haven't even posted that I'm on here yet, guys. Like, <laughs> it's like it. I can tell you, I brought brain. both of these people. Oh, okay, so they're following Jack. Okay, thank yeah, you. That's... thank you, Jack. Yes, for those of you listening or watching us live, please introduce yourselves. We cannot tell who's watching or or, or watching us unless you say something to us. Hello, Clarence Boothill. Hey, first hey, time to the stream. Me. Welcome, welcome. We are we are we are doing the the. the, <laughs> the it's within a podcast. So, what are you drinking? I just told I'm drinking Old Rasputin Imperial Stout. How about you guys? Dax? Uh, I find something new with the local HEB a peanut butter milk stout Ooh. by Belching Beaver Brewery. <laughs> Belching Beaver. Okay. Belching Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and I'm, I'm taking my first try here. It smells like super peanutty. Does it taste? It smells peanutty. Okay, it's, it's a dessert. It's, oh. <laughs> it's like a peanut, peanut butter. Uh, Hello, Mick Ryder. Milk. Hello, you listen to all peanut of butter them? milkshake. 
beer. Peanut butter milkshake beer. I think I might like that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so apparently like Clarence Boothill went and listened to all of them in two weeks. Of course, if you're listening to the Beyond, this is only the second episode. <laughs> if you listen to Reboot, <laughs> that was last. That like was nice. All three other seasons? <laughs> all three seasons are like everything. Wow. We, we need clarification on this. Yeah, because a couple of seasons weren't well. I put some of them on. on I was not. I was very inconsistent about putting them on. Um, um, YouTube. Hey, Rita. <laughs> Hello, Rita. Hey, Rita. Hey, Rita. So, and what are you drinking, Nicole? I am drinking sweet tea in my big giant barrel mug. Oh, awesome, that's delicious. Yeah. A big, that's that a is a big picture. giant barrel mug. Yes, it is indestructible. You can smash it against things, and it doesn't break. It's great. Oh. For those prisoners to get head. out of line. <laughs> However, it was manufactured with a crack in it when I bought it, and so I had to give it right back. Wow. That and, oh. like, and so, but they they it, fixed it for free, so I was like... What? I would hope so if it came broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome of them. Apparently, V-Sci-Fi is um, drinking lavender black tea with triple sec. Nice. That sounds mm. interesting. And okay, Jack, what are you drinking? So I picked up something new. I picked up the Devil's Backbone. I'm going to try this oh. one out. Okay, okay, oh. sounds familiar. What I think I know favorite? that one. Belgian yeah. style Trapel? It's a word I'm not sure. Triple. Okay. Triple? <laughs> trying to say it's Trapel? No, it's Triple. <laughs> well, it's T R I P E L. I'm like, is it, is it P L E yeah, or is it P E L? It's Belgian. So they have Belgian for three. Okay. <laughs> so is that independent brewery? Is that is am I uh, real ale brewing? Real company? ale. Okay. Hey, hello, Those Kristen. Drinking box rose wine. Hey, I love box, box wine. wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the best stuff, isn't it? <laughs> so how's this triple? Oh, that's different. What kind of different are you talking about? Oh, it's Red. like it's rich. Really, really rich. Red Bull and gummy bears. I'm not sure. That's a weird combination. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, I like it, though. Wait, are they magic gummy bears? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not totally sure how to explain this. Do I have hmm. a thing that helps me out with this? No. It's it's <laughs> complex. That's one of the reasons I like it. Um, it's it's kind of like almost like a red beer, but then smoky. It follows mm -hmm. it, and it's soft. It's not It's not like a... I can't, I can't even, I can't even, the white girl in these out. Wow. Okay, then. <laughs> so, okay. And of course, Rita with sparkling water. Nothing wrong with sparkling water. Um, I don't know what Ingasonol. Ingasonol? What is that? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, so it's been a crazy couple of weeks with, uh, well, I think we talked about it last time that we, we survived an insurrection. Um, but now we have a new president. Yay. These yep. are just daily occurrences in the multiverse, though. Yeah, I don't. Well, <laughs> I am planet. somewhere. I have found a pocket in the multiverse where I can broadcast to all the different dimensions. <laughs> that is, so you know, I don't know what multiverse you live in, but I'm 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 kind of in all of them. Voice wise, changes. Anyway. That's why I have a flag <laughs> behind me. Just hang the flag up so no one can't see what's going on behind me. Of course, pay of no course. attention to what's going on, police people. I'm really excited <laughs> this week. I'm really excited because if you listen to our podcast like 
two episodes ago, for like a month ago, mm-hmm. I talked about really missing Ren Fair music and uh, pirate music and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Within the last two weeks, TikTok has made sea shanties popular. <laughs> yes. I, I heard that. I saw that. It is it's crazy. Banned. Yeah, that's that's been going on for like a month now, actually. Like my it, TikTok it, has been like up. flooded with sea shanties and all of the sort. For some somehow I got on UK TikTok. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's all over the place. <laughs> it's like, it's like people take songs and like I don't have like... TikTok. It takes a while to get around to me. Yeah. It takes but the Facebook corner. Sea shanties of popular music. Like Eminem has a sea shanty. <laughs> that is funny. Sea <laughs> shanty by okay. Yeah, I do have a TikTok. I don't go to it very often because the people I, I'm subscribed to don't post much. Um, I'm looking at you, Nicole. <laughs> Get on it, Nicole. Give us some sea shanties. Um, the Lord Flavio de- demands it. I have to talk to my good friends Burke and Hare about that because they know the sea shanties. Not no, we had Burke and Hare. We had Burke and Hare on the on the podcast while yeah. we were at Steampunk November. Yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah, right? that was a while ago. Yes, yeah. Need to have back on the on the reboot. <laughs> and I had just finished, and we had just did a. I don't know. If, did we watch the movie before or after we talked to them? Uh, I know there, there's after. a Burke and Hare movie. We okay, okay. There's several of them, but we found one. Um, that to watch. It had more recent actors in it. About the, the characters Burke and Hare, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark. I oh, watched I watched their episode on lore a while back. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. I remember they talk about lore on the po- on the on the podcast. I haven't watched the actual episodes on, yeah. on Amazon. It's their first episode. So <laughs> Artemis. By of all sea shanties, that is my least favorite. Yeah. By- so I was asking for the drunk. What do you do with a drunken sailor? It is the song that never ends. Yep, this oh is true. Although, Lord. the funniest <laughs> one I've been to it was back in the old days where I think I forgot it was one of those small um, startup rent fairs. I think you might have been the guy with the tomatoes being thrown at you at that rent fair. Or <laughs> facts. I'm talking to facts. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't. I think it might have been that rent fair. It could have been the other one. There was two of them that tried to start up, but one of them there was a sea. Ch- They're doing that at the pub pub song. Yep. And his little, when, you know, what they do with the drunken sailor? This little girl stood up and says, "Put him in a dress and call him mommy." <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> so. Going with this, what are the best sea shanties? <laughs> Apparently, "Blow the Man Down" is exceedingly popular. Spanish ladies. Hmm, I don't know that and one. South of Australia. Now I'm intrigued. And <laughs> Sloop John B. And then a drop of Nelson's blood. Well, right now on TikTok, the Weller Man is really the Weller Man. I had never heard of that before. Um, also, also the Viking. My time. The but, Viking uh, song is also really popular right now too. Oh, I come from the land of nice and snow. No, <laughs> <Viking song> <laughs> uh, my mother told me. My mother told me. My mother told me. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I know that one. But when I hear yeah. Viking song, I think of I come from a land of ice and snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, have you guys heard Diggy Diggy Hole? Yes, yes. I actually have. It's by it's the, the dwarves, right? My yeah. boyfriend sings it constantly for some reason. <laughs> I, found, I found it was like that dwarven song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love dwarven it. Dwarven song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a good one. I discovered them recently, and I, they also have another one like um, I don't know, trying to find their home or something like that. And it was really good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think that was a that came I came up with an idea for my well, my my the, one of the D and D games I'm playing in, where basically there's there is a clan of dwarves that are looking for their home, and that's their song kind of thing. It was really cool. <laughs> Okay, so now we're we're getting we're now we're getting what they do with the drunken sailor stuff. People messaging. <laughs> hey, everyone loves it. It's a good. Yeah. It's an easy song to sing, even if it gets overdone. That and the the other one I I don't like much is the Scotsman. Not it's not a bad song. I just I heard it so many times. Well, a Scotsman clad in kilt left a bar one evening fair. And he walked around and falls down drunk, and two girls find him and uh, uh, molest him. Hooray! <laughs> that's a terrible song <laughs> okay then yeah, i mean i'm gonna be honest i've never been really a big fan of actual sea chanties personally <laughs> um, um but you know i can get into some of them but most of them i'm like eh. <laughs> obviously a lot of times it was whoever was on the boat and who could sing the best of the time which wasn't always the greatest right, and right depending on everyone's memory and uh, what everyone already knew. Already you, Jack. It was supposed to increase morale is what it was supposed to do. <laughs> and keep everybody in, in tempo as they're, they're, they're moving. Uh, the shanty yeah. man was an actual job. It yeah. wasn't some guy who kind of had a, had a song or two. <laughs> Quick, raise the bard. <laughs> right. All hands on deck and get the drummer up here. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Like it's just yeah. I don't know. It just never. It never. Not my favorite kind of music. I mean, I'll listen to it, but it's not my favorite. Um, you haven't heard the Weller Man yet. Apparently not. Weller Man's good. It'll get you, man. Yeah. Maybe we should listen to it. I, mean, I think maybe it's because all the Ren fairs I've gone to throughout my life, it's always been the same songs over and over yeah. again by the same. Um, most sometimes the same group, but a lot of times, almost every group, they're singing the exact same songs. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of old standards. I, I yeah. get you. And but yeah, I mean, wait. Well, this is this this subject is kind of on so on on sub it's on you know in, oh, in it's the right very steampunk. Yeah, airships uh, and things like that. You exactly. Got we have yeah. There will be air shanties now, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> air shanties. Yeah, actually, that would be uh, that would be fun. Like just tweak the words to fit something else that would be more aerial in effect. Exactly. Some and of them are, are perfect, like at the Weller Man particularly, is yeah. about uh, um, fishing for whales uh, in okay. the North Sea, which is perfectly uh, of the time period. Mm -hmm. um, and carries over well. That's that's the yeah. thing about them. And they have, the reason they're timeless is because they carry forward so well. <laughs> and the ones about going to war and losing all your limbs... Uh, very, very timeless. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess those are good. Yeah. Although I don't remember, my father was in the Navy. He never said anything about anybody singing she shanties while he was out there. <laughs> of course, Is nobody was actually rolling on boats. That's because they had a drill sergeant, yeah. not, not a shanty man. <laughs> right. Oh, I can see that. You know, the military's really gone downhill. <laughs> like like I said, I don't think anybody of... was actually. I don't think anybody was actually rowing the boat, so there wasn't anything. When we got done with the bard, everything just went downhill. No, no, my mother told me is stuck in my head. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
Oh, okay. As, so as I look up pictures for what I'm was going to talk about, go for it. Take your time. Take your time. There's four of us now, so we can all yeah. just kind of. <laughs> and then we're not yeah, gonna we have another one coming. Okay. Yeah, we got a fifth person. Are you, am I, you're gonna have to send me the email which to send to him, or are you gonna send him an invite? Can you send him an invite? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Gets your, you, um, I can send him a link. I guess I can send the link you sent me. That's what that, I'm that might work. Try. That might work. So yeah. <laughs> now I just now I lost my train of thought. Okay, well we're gonna get to our homework, and, and since yeah. we uh, we might have in, someone else joining us in a minute, um, this may be shock and surprise. I found. Well, actually, this is a comic book that I found, and I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think I talked about it, but it is available recently. Have you heard of the old basket? Not the old. Well, I guess he's old now, but the basketball called a, a, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Does this name sound familiar to you guys? He was pretty famous sure. back in the day. It sounds familiar, yeah. But I don't know anything about it. Well, yeah. he has made a comic book. <laughs> what? I'm going to I'm going to share the screen. Ba -ba 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 -ba. This is the interesting part for you guys not watching. I'm sorry. I will tell you what I'm looking at here in a minute. Can you see me? Okay. We're going to that. Can you see that? Ooh, uh, yes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has written about Mycroft Holmes. I'm going to read this for the people who are not watching. Um, basketball legend, novelist, and superstar polymath Kareem Abdul-Jabbar brings his take on Sherlock Holmes' older brother to comics at last. An all-new adventure set in the world of the best-selling Microsoft novel. The Apocalypse Handbook sees the definite, brilliant Mycroft pulled into a globe-spanning adventure at the behest of Queen Victoria and a secret organization at the <laughs> heart like of British Mycroft government. novel, not Microsoft. <laughs> no, Mycroft. Or Minecraft novel. Yeah. Yeah. A, a madman <laughs> is on loose with a civilization destroying weapons, each 200 years in advance of the status quo. Can the smartest man in England set aside his idle, womanizing ways for long enough to track down the foe that may be his match? So this is actually, apparently, Cream of Jewel apparently he wrote a novel first. I did not see the novel. I found this comic book. <laughs> um, just called Mycroft, Mycroft Holmes and the Apocalypse Handbook. And you can find it in, um, it, it, it was five issues long, but you can find it in one, um, what do you call it? My it's a graphic saying, novel. Graphic novel, yes. <laughs> you can find it in a combined graphic novel online or probably at your comic book stores. At your local public comic stores, it was a fun read. I mean, it was. I mean, I don't know why they had to make it Mycroft as a instead of Sherlock Holmes, um, except that he's a little bit his personality is a little bit different, but it's still basically you know he's running around solving a mystery. But it, actually, it was more of a find the find the apocalypse handbook first, not not like who done it. It was like where is it? We got to hunt it down and catch him. Yeah. Know, I think so. It was it was more like a James Bond, I guess. You know. I feel like Mycroft, out of the two of them, would be the more James Bond character. Yeah, it, it, I, I got that feel. I definitely got that feel on this. So, but he is definitely smart. Like he works for the government. Yeah, and he works for the government. So, yeah. So it was a really good read. I really enjoyed it, and I, I think I read this back when uh, before when we were not broadcasting at the time. <laughs> we did take a hiatus there for a while, um, and I, and honestly, today I, I was having trouble. What am I, I? I didn't find anything new to introduce, so I, I had to think about it. It's like, oh wait. Let me go look. And I found this. <laughs> so, hello. I did my homework at the last minute, okay? <laughs> I'm just I'm just gobsmacked that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a is a comic book writer. Well, well, apparently he started off as a novelist. He wrote the book first and then I can't then, he, then... he started off as a basketball player. This is true. Well, well he like... wrote a book. I mean, it's COVID. <laughs> Everyone writes a book. 
I no, guess. This, was, this yeah. was written. This was written a while back. Um, let me see. Well, he's long retired, obviously. Yeah. yeah well, actually, yeah. this was this was written back in 2016. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is a long. This is old. Well, as a basketball player, he got hit a few less times than say like some of the other sports. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I see so that. He, he still had a brain left in order to write, you know. <laughs> Clearly so. I just, uh, I'm surprised I don't see basketball players getting down and nerdy with uh, Mycroft Holmes. <laughs> that's so that's true. That's true. Here's, me. here's a picture of Mycroft on a t- on the train. <laughs> this is the cover of uh, episode number three. <laughs> He's on a, he's on a train. So it's you know it's very James Bondish there right there. <laughs> so nice. So just to let y'all know one of the security officers from Steampunk November is watching us right now, Mr. Awesome. Toa. Well, hello Hi, Toa. Hi Toa. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. We have a total of nine people watching us. Almost a record. I mean, <laughs> we have your guys. Although I think uh, one of them is I know one of them is Jack. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have the recording going on in the background. Yes, I have. I have a drone automaton sitting there, just watching the thing. <laughs> so, oh God, do I gotta do it again? Yes, that's what I built you for. No, <laughs> it's like watch the hey, stream. Watch the stream. Shout out to my sister Jen, who has also made a short comment here. Oh, I didn't see that. I missed it. Tuning back in with to us. That, that's that's cool. She's open to suggestions. What suggestions are you open to again, Jen? I missed it. Did you get? I think we were talking about fair songs and things at the time. Right. Okay. (laughs) Oh, for the TikTok, watching the TikTok fair, TikTok chanties, maybe. (laughs) Used to be singing pirates with us. Yeah, Jim was a singing pirate with uh, uh, Erica and myself and our twin sister Jill and. uh, Yeah, I remember. I remember running across running across you guys at the fair that that day. (laughs) That was funny. You guys are just wandering around. Um, photobombing pictures, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> we do it Steampunk November. You just, like, you find people taking pictures, and you, like, get, like, 150 feet behind them, and you're just, like... <laughs> yep. Or you, like, pull your, like, fake gun up, and, you know, yeah, it's all fun. It's all great. Uh, we were getting up, you know, two feet behind them. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we were so literally... Pictures running around of me. Looking like I'm about to assassinate the guy getting taken a picture of from like hundreds of yards away. <laughs> so they may or may not even notice you in the picture. Exactly. <laughs> so I want everybody to go back and look at all their Steampunk November pictures and see if you can find any of those. Because I haven't seen any of them either. I think that'd be great to have. So apparently Albuquerque has two Ren Fairs, Intensive and the Balloon <clears throat> and a Balloon Museum. Ooh, Balloon Museum Ooh. sounds fun. <laughs> Road trip uh, when road trips are once again a viable thing. Yep. I've always wanted to go to the balloon museum, and actually, I wanted to go and do the whole hot air balloon experience thing, but it's always been hard to figure out, and they've always canceled it. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it gets canceled fairly often due to weather. Yes, which it does. We, I mean, completely understand. Facts: Erica and I have been to several balloon festivals, and not once has a balloon left the ground. Yeah, my mom <laughs> is actually like we. <laughs> My mother, who's like 72 now, is one of those things of it's been her thing. And so we finally did find one um, a couple of years ago, but they had it anchored. And like, no, we don't actually go up in it. It's just here for, for show. And she's like, I will pay you $50 if you just take me seven feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Seven feet? Been, yeah. 
Yeah, like it, she's just been like, I need to get in one of these and do it. I don't care if it's the full like four and a half day event or five <laughs> hours or whatever it is of flying off and getting picked up in some field, you know, far away. It's just well, like I just need to be in one of these. I'm like, you know, well, well Erica's actually learned to fly them, right? Isn't that right, Thax? Uh, she did take a class in yeah. college. Uh, wow, she's more <laughs> on on balloon navigation and and that sort of thing. Is that right? Yeah. Angelo State incredible. University didn't offer that course. No, no, it did not. I was there too <laughs> for that one. Uh, I was if they had balloon nautical, that'd been great. Erica is the most qualified to be pilot. Uh -oh. uh oh, it's broken. Uh -oh. Send it back. Get you know what? I know how to fix it though. Epoxy. Yeah, that's pretty much what they did on the bottom of the when they fixed it. It's just epoxy. Send it back to them. Say your your, your epoxy fix is broken. Well, here's the thing. I have to go all the way back to Houston for them to fix it. I don't. <sighs> that's a that's a hell in a handbasket of a drive. Yeah, and it's Houston. I'm, sorry if anybody I'm, in Houston listening. Sorry, it's mean? so far away. Houston's well, yeah, it's like a, it's like a four hour drive, and I don't have family that lives there anymore. So. Houston is literally an hour and a half away from, from Houston. Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting we're getting told you can use flex tape, but if you oh. do that, you gotta do it on the stream, and you gotta be like, <laughs> I'll have to to find some flex tape. Then you'll have, then you'll have then you'll have tape on the outside of your mug. <laughs> yeah, it's flex tape. It'll be all sorts of cool. Well, I'll just paint it brown and it'll fix it. Exactly. There you go. Brown flex tape exists, I believe. If not, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was my homework. It was quick and sweet, but Mycroft Homes, you know, if you, and, you know. So mine is that comic that they sent to us last time saying, hey, you may, may enjoy checking this out. And I actually been reading the web comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy the, the, sent the messages to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I'm about 111 pages in. That's good. And it's really fun. It's awesome. really well drawn. It is adorable. It's cute. I will drop a link in the... Um... Yeah, so 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 I think he, want, he wants to actually come on and talk to us about it. So now that, oh, now, I would, now that we know it like works, that. It's, a good, it's decent and you like it, then, then we have something to talk about with him. Because <laughs> I didn't get very far because my um, attention span when reading something actually on the computer is very small. I, I got like five pages in and I'm like, okay, I got to do something else now. <laughs> well, I've been doing a whole lot of my like insurance uh, certificate education stuff. And so I'll have it up and I'll be reading for like a couple chapters. And I'm like, I got to take a brain break and I'll just like flip over there and just start just hammer through a couple of its, uh, of his uh, uh, chapters and then go I, back to studying again. So I'm very happy that you started reading it and have read far into it because somebody needed to. <laughs> and like I said, my attention span for reading online is nothing. You know, if it was an actual, if it was an actual physical book in my hand, I would have torn right through it, <laughs> but I just can't do that when I'm looking at a computer screen. I don't know. It's a problem with my, with my eyes, I guess. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm very happy you read it. So if, if you think he's worth talking to on the, on, we'll, yes. we'll, I will, then we should contact him and set up a time. I mean, he's been doing this since like 2009. He's got a lot of backlog. He's got like four massive novel books to sell on his website. So awesome. no, it, awesome. this would be a great person to bring up and just talk about his story. Okay. Well, tell, well, you, you put the link up. That's good. Tell the persons, tell the people the name of the author and what you're, what you're reading for the people who are not watching and seeing this. It the is Impure Blood. It is a story by, oh, this is going to be terrible. Um, Nadia Bear. Right. And art by Nathan Luth. 
and uh, I dropped a link. It is impureblood.com. And uh, it's cool. I like it. It's fun. It it's steampunk related for sure. It's very right? steampunk related. It, it's very fantasy. Uh, there's these elder ones that humans are pretty much just kind of like, nope, we don't want you here anymore. You're done. You're gone. And now evil's coming back, and they have to like, oh crap, the people we were shunning, we need to, you know, we need their help. And yeah, and there's okay. a secret organization going on, and there's a whole bunch of characters that right off the bat you like or hate, and just <laughs> okay. and go. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, I saw, like I said, I saw, I got, when I first started reading it, it was just, it looked, seemed, it was like, it's just fantasy. I didn't see any steampunk, but then I think the last page I looked at, there was somebody dressed in steampunk garb. So it, I figured, okay, so it takes a little bit. It'll get going. Kind of so. sprinkled it in at first. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, the guy's, what really got me was one of the characters, um, his pocket watch is not a pocket watch, but it trans, it's a, it is a, um, essentially a, oh, I can't come up with it. A texting device, essentially. <laughs> It pops oh. open and it's got like a little like paper script that goes sideways and it types it out and it's short little messages. Like, obviously, that would be cool. And yeah, so every time be. it goes off, it's like tick, 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 tick. Uh, so <laughs> nice. here we go. It's it's a wireless uh, Morse code device. So awesome. All everybody in the secret organization has them. So and they, they all get a note and it's just all like click clatters in the room. And they're like, oh, maybe we should be paying attention to this. We all got to take this call, but uh, <laughs> nice. it, it, and then there's an there's an airship showing up. There's a steam car and one of like the mechanics from the local the local township of this tiny like watches it drive in and just like oh my god, let me look at this. I haven't seen one of these before, and because they live out in the middle of nowhere, and so it's <laughs> it it, it kind of they're slowly rolling the steampunkiness in there as it as it's necessary, like. Oh, we need to get to this town quick. Well, let's take Lord what's his name's airship. I beg your pardon, that's mine. But uh, <laughs> then everyone's like, "Oh, well, you volunteered to go too." So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I will message him and we will set up a time to talk to him. I'm within, the, I mean, if not next, if not next, next broadcast, but the you know soon, soon after yeah. that. And the friend that you said you have someone going to join us is that the friend you've been wanting to bring on in the past already? Is that the guy you've been mentioning before? Because you've been saying you want to have a guest on before. Is this is that the, is this the guest you're talking about? No. Oh, there's somebody else. Okay. No, so this, yeah, this this uh this is just that comic that that hit us up. No, I right. meant the well. You said you have someone joining us in a little bit. Yes, so. I do. I do. That's somebody else. That's somebody else. else that has nothing to do with this comic. Yeah. I know. As I know. Far as I'm, I'm understanding. It could be. I don't. I'm just thinking. I've been asking you. You know, yeah. you you've been wanting to bring someone on. I said, okay, we'll set it up. Is, is this you oh. setting it up? Okay. Now that was actually. Um, our other friend out of um, New Mexico that I would okay. like to bring on here as well. The one we met at the uh, at our event that we that we threw. Is it by sci-fi? <laughs> oh no, I mean, you're talking about the uh, yeah, the, the, the fella. Yeah, Peter, really, you know, guy with the yeah. big hat. Yeah, he he needs to be on this show later. He'd be fun. Oh cool, yeah. But today we're actually, if he gets on, we're gonna have John F. Strangeway. For those of you who know who he is. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's going to be here. Well, and, uh, we only know him from the last time because he was pretty active in the comments last time. So. Yes. Well, it was funny because he sent me a postcard or sent my wife a postcard because she asked for it and I showed it. And then I just hashtagged him in the comments, just, you know, and I didn't realize it was going to ping him on his cell phone. <laughs> it got his and attention. And he's just like, what is this? <laughs> I need to be invested in this. This is great. Awesome. I would love to be here. Like, so I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. I'll have you on. That'd be great. 
Yeah, I mean, another possible guest in the future will be Daniel. Um, he played Edison at our Unatanium a long time ago. He, he, he helped with a TV show, a garage TV, a car show, um, setting up a setup for them. And we're going to talk to him about that when that show is, when that episode is available. Because <laughs> right now he's under an NDA, so he can't really talk a whole lot about it until it comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, is that the same NBA, NBA that came out? Yeah, the guy, he contacted us trying to see if we can help him out with his. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we can't even talk about any of that until it until it's all cleared, yeah, right? Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's to look forward to in the future. Yeah, we we have the things about. we can't talk about. We talked a little bit about it. Um, it but with, we can't. Uh, we, we don't know anything else other than what we, with, what uh, we go back and watch all the stuff. It might be in there. All right. <laughs> we did talk a little bit about it last last episode, I think. Yes, but I mean, it, I mean, I think it was yes, but I forgot. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe they didn't hear us. <laughs> give away any secrets? I don't think. You know? I don't know anything, so. That's a good sign right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes past her. She'll catch it. <laughs> right. Oh, so complimenting you. So you're gonna take some time, take take some money off his wanted poster, like maybe two to five bucks, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe like a fifty cents. Okay. Um, and there's 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 the, the advertised price, and then there's the price that everybody knows, and that's the one that usually gets me out because it goes straight to their pockets, tax free. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the advertising price, you know. So right now it's supposed to be 500, but now apparently it's uh 475, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. We said 50 cents. 50 cents. Yep. It would be 499 dollars and 50 cents. Oh, <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so facts what do you got okay I, I got a couple of things uh both are on netflix so you don't have netflix um go steal netflix some, some, from somebody find um, someone's password ask for it. <laughs> Bribe them with sweets. i'm gonna have to take notes <clears throat> uh the first of these two things uh is as a really short cute little is that was that working Fabio, wake up. Oh, sorry, sorry. Trying to take notes. <laughs> it's off the screen. Oh, there click, it is. Click that screen thing there. Oh, shit. I removed, I accidentally removed her. Hold on. All right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. <laughs> uh, this is a little program called Silent. It's just a little, like, three-minute sketch that uh, is up on Netflix. Uh, it's super, super cute. Uh I'll read the little description on IMDb. Two street performers dream of bringing their picture and sound show to life. When they discover a magical contraption inside an old theater, they embark on a cinematic adventure of sight. Oh, click on button. Sound traveling through movie history to find the audience they always wanted. Um, it's it's uh, there's no words. It's it's just a, a visual and and music. Right. Okay. It's really cute. Like an old silent picture kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, only obviously in color. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, just look at it. It's cute. I'm going to have to watch that. Super, super cute. Sure. Um, my, how do I, there we go. My <laughs> other thing, uh, if you, uh, I've talked about this show before, but Disenchantment. Yes. Uh, Disenchantment. Yeah. It's just come out with season three. Oh yeah, I want a week that. ago. Yeah. It's the latest Matt Groening um, cartoon. It's mostly fantasy, 
and and fairy tale sort of stuff. All right. Um, but in this season, they return to a place called Steamland, which I'm showing a picture of here. Uh, that is totally, totally steampunk. It, I, I can attest, I've watched it too. It is gorgeous. Yeah, I yeah. The Lex and, and we the both agreed that... to, of uh, of the Simpsons, then going to Futurama Ooh. that jump in animation. Yeah, that they're using more computer graphics to to sort of assist in the the animation. This takes it to the next level, and there's some just beautiful uh, imagery, and and they really spend a lot of time on the backgrounds. Yeah. I remember I've, I've watched this entire series. Yeah, Steamline is awesome. <laughs> and I mean, the entire series is fun. I, I enjoy it all. But yeah, Steamline was really cool. <laughs> yeah. and Because uh, I haven't watched that one. Uh, that style of animation, I, with me, I, I feel like, I feel like it got ruined with like family guy. I love Futurama. Like I love Futurama, <laughs> but then family guy came out and I was like, I don't know about this. Like these type of shows usually are kind of iffy for me, but um, I, I, I guess that giving, family guy was such a knockoff. So I will say that I was with you on that at first, but I also have been following the Simpsons for a long time early on in my life. And then a lot of Futurama this, the drawing style in the third season is a lot different. Okay. They, it, it is worth it is worth going through and trying for this show because especially when it comes to the steampunk side of things and this last thing, the amount of detail in it is ridiculous. I actually was telling Lex and Lex agrees and we were talking about it a lot that we think it's actually one of our more favorite steampunk episodes of anything because the just the amount of detail and Every little thing, people walking down the street, one has like a breathing apparatus because, you know, whatever reasons, health wise, um, <laughs> it's just there's these tiny little things. The gun that they bring up that happens to be like one of the major plot points is so well detailed because usually what they'll do in like The Simpsons or something is they'll cut to it and they'll show it. And then for the rest of the time you see it, it's like three blocks of color and it's done. No, they like retained Every time it's maneuvered around, like all the detail, it is ridiculous Ooh, wow. the amount of attention they put into it. Yeah, the, the, the motorcycle that they drive looks really cool. Yeah, <laughs> all the awesome. angles of everything doesn't look they, they they skimped. Like if they really were using computer technology to like turn pictures and such, they did a great job. Because <laughs> other than that, it looks like they took the time to sit there and draw it. Yeah, it's a really good. It's this, yeah, Steamline is very very impressive, and you know and. <laughs> and there's a lot of callbacks to uh, um, uh, what's that classic steampunk movie, um, Metropolis. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. That's really, uh, really <laughs> yeah. noticeable. And yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil a little, a little something. One of the characters, the, the industrialist tycoon, uh, Mr. Gunderson, uh, is voice acted by uh, Richard Ayoade. Do you know who that is? No. I, I wasn't sure how to pronounce the name. I went online and, and looked for it. And uh, thanks to... Where am I looking for? I got too many... Okay. I went to uh, Yahoo Answers, and uh, they were really helpful. How do you pronounce <laughs> it? Thanks. Thanks, uh, Yahoo Answers. That That's great. 
<laughs> uh, but he he's the guy who played Moss in the IT crowd. Oh, I know okay. you know who that is, right? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and he is awesome. He yeah. is just fantastic. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, I see, I hear that now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and Disenchanted is a really fun show, and yes, the Steamland is is great, well drawn, yeah, and yeah, the details are amazing. You know, they even have you know they have the the adventuring society there. You know, they're talking about their adventures and everything. And <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. That uh, I believe that has historical roots. Uh, what, yeah, uh, Erica's trying to whisper in my ear the League of Gallivanting. Yeah, that's it. Adventurers or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, uh, Victorian travelers would like gather together in the the club and mm -hmm. retell their their outrageous stories. And usually, it was a complete pack of lies. Right. So <laughs> when I when I heard this story about the League of Extraordinary Adventurers, I'm sitting there going, "Oh, it's 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 Thax and Flavio." <laughs> this is where yeah. they would go. Well, get this. That's how I met Thax and Flavio. Yes. Drinking so talking about extraordinary true. things. That's the yeah. that. It was at a belly dancing yep. performance. Exactly, because we were on adventuring. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, uh, when I saw that, I was just like, that's straight our, up our what we need to be doing. 100% above the level, <clears throat> above yeah. board. <laughs> above reproach and you know honestly uh, just talking about the rest of disenchantment i love the story it leaves you on these cliffhangers you're just like no i can't wait for the next season but now we're three seasons in so you don't have to wait and my you know lucy is this wonderful little character that just kind of doesn't like he's a, he's bigger in the first season he's kind of there in the second season for a lot of it he, he's kind of he's accented much better in the third one. Like he's not the main character anymore on you know, that's pushing what's oh, going on yeah, in her little, life. Little, it's yeah. just kind of like that. Ah, your, your life's kind of terrible to begin with. I don't have to really do a whole lot. I'm going to go exactly. through all my little side quests. <laughs> to be clear, Lucy is a demon. Yeah. He's a cat. He looks like a cat. <laughs> he does not look like a cat. <laughs> That's funny. But, but for some reason, he's mistaken for a cat a lot. Yeah. Right. That's just the most easy way for like people to like fathom what he is. Is this you know ink blot of a cat? But though uh, no, I love the his problem I had with season three is because it's it it's been so long since season two, I was completely lost. Oh, from the beginning, I'm like, how would they get here? What's going on? What what's happening? <laughs> because well, luckily, thing is so just off the rails so what happened was with us lex paused it and turned to me and says okay here's all the things you forgot because your brain and <laughs> we're back i'm cool i'm glad to have this i have like my own personal person who just sits there and like backs me up from everything i forgot like we watch we watch a show and it's been a while i'm like I have no clue what's going on. She's like, right. who are Here you? Here we go. And she gives me like the catch up, the way the guy from Ant Man does. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> he needs to do 2020. He just needs to do 2020. I would yeah. pay, I would start a GoFundMe <clears throat> to hire him to just go through every week. Like there is another lines. Netflix video called 2020. It doesn't have him in it, but it it's should. that kind of thing 
That's fine. <laughs> it has Samuel L. Jackson in it. Oh, well, I mean, that's not bad. That's good. <laughs> and it'd be super funny if it hadn't just happened and I mm. was still sort of, you know. It's one of those things that's funnier next year. It'll be yeah. back around yeah. to it. Yeah. It'll be too funnier soon. when I'm old. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, it is too soon. Oh, and for the record, our, we were called the Roosevelt Adventuring Society as we were, when we were running around. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. We need to get badges. I remember y'all telling me that because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a blog about it and we wrote out. Yeah, I wasn't very good at keeping up the blogs. Yeah, I was the, the weird theater teacher in a bunch of groups of other theater teachers that went, oh, steampunk people, I'm going to go talk to them. We're weirdly cultural and interesting. <laughs> And we actually, and we wound up sitting next to each other, you know. So there we yeah. go. And that's how we met at a random cool. event show in. Oh, in, in uh, San Marcos. Yep, in San Marcos. <laughs> San Marcos is not that jumping anymore. Was it jumping then? I don't. I mean, it had a belly dancer at the point at the, at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, but it was in the middle of the summer, mm, like yeah. so, like all the all the college students were gone. So there was like nothing except a bunch of teachers. At- <laughs> teachers can be rowdy. I've been a substitute teacher. I'm like, I know it's, it's great when they finally let it let loose. They're like, Oh, look, we're not being watched by the future eyes of America. Let's, let's go be people now. Right. It is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we actually had a, we had a friend that was, that was in that show. That's one of the reasons why we went. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And I think we, we did other things that day too. We went on, we did something else and then we went to the show. You know, I, I don't remember the entire day. It was so long ago and I'm old. So we, we had workshop <laughs> all day and a bunch of us that didn't even know each other was like, Hey, we need some entertainment. There's a belly dancing show happening. Let's go. Like see, awesome. A totally random occurrence. And here you yeah. are now. Were you, right. How much were you into steampunk before you met us there? I was already the jailer at steampunk. November. Okay. Okay. That's good. So it's one of those things of oh, another nerd with a hat on with goggles. Yeah, literally, that's what it was. <laughs> it was more like, oh, my people, I found them. <laughs> and here you are on the on a podcast talking right. about steampunk. How about oh, that? Was it with those with that very same people you found? Yeah. What cartoon was it? Where it was like the sim, it was drawn like The Simpsons, and it might have been an episode of like The Simpsons or Futurama, where they go to a convention, and there's steampunk people there, and it's like the most classist people. Like I cannot remember what it was. They were like, it's all you know. The whole like tea time thing was a big deal too at the time, but yeah. it was. I cannot remember what cartoon it was that they were making fun of steampunk people specifically because of it. Okay. And so- that sounds like a. It was in an episode of. Uh, um, uh, uh, it wasn't a cartoon that I'm thinking of, but uh, uh, the guild. Yeah, help me out. It might have been the guild. It. Uh, uh, not Seattle, but Portlandia. It, it might have been Portlandia. Had, it might be. had a steampunk sketch where um, they they were real snooty. <laughs> yeah, he was exceedingly snooty. And that, I mean, like, I have very rarely met those people unless they're in character to be snooty to Jack himself. <laughs> and Jack is being overly 
sarcastic back and the tra- and you know we're just catching the view of everyone who has no idea what's going on in between going what's going on over here and <laughs> you guys know i can yeah. put on it i can put on a you know you've arrested me for christ's sake and i'm sitting here going oh my god stop taking this completely against my rights is this it? You know, anyway and everybody is like oh it's just jack <laughs> yeah, no, I've run into a few of those types of people, like in my first years of running Steampunk November, where they didn't have a clue what <laughs> what like, to expect. Yeah, like why this random person is like, "Hey, put your friend in jail," and they're like, "Why? What? what? Get away!" Terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. What is this, Chicago? It's for charity. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I am shocked, shocked that there's gambling in this establishment. Sorry, you went on. Oh, good. I don't, we don't gamble. I just take bribes. See, I had to quote They're donations for the upkeep of the jail. That's what they are, not bribes. Right. I think, I think Kristen's right, right. And I think you guys were right before. I think it was the guild that I'm thinking of. Where yeah, it was, it was me. Snooty tea time. I knew that we could figure this out as a brain group. <laughs> oh, our collective brains. Yes. Brains. So I'm going to say probably Strangeway is not showing up. Something probably has happened. I sent him a link. I have not gotten any note from him. So that's uh, okay. That's we'll okay. Get him next so time. One more person to report Nicole. So <laughs> my homework is probably not as. Organized as everyone else's. <laughs> I do my best. Um, because I went to look up steampunk books because I was just kind of interested to see what what the internet classified as steampunk books, and uh, it led me down the dark tunnel of Wikipedia. Oh no! Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it, it started with steampunk shows, and an anime called Attack on Titan was on this list. I have heard of it. I had no I idea. Personally, I'm going to do my s- screen share. Yeah, I, I had no idea there was any kind of steampunk involved in it. Realize that There's not. Steam chat, um, steampunkish. Like okay. mechanical, maybe. But isn't that the one like the giant titans or attacking towns? Yeah, I think that's, this like, is also part of what my our, our mission is to look at things and decide, is it or is it not steampunk? Or yeah. You know, so. so, I mean, not that we're the we're the be all end all in it, but you know, we can give our opinions, right? Yeah. So this is. Can y'all see this? We are about to see okay. it. There we go. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is Attack on Titan. These these Titan things here, these big giant, muscly looking things, are attacking mm-hmm. cities. And they're the and titans. They're titans. Yeah. And certain squadrons get put together and they fly through the air on like strings to fight these Titans. <laughs> and while maybe the mechanisms that they use, let me see if I can find Mikasa flying through. There we go. That's not Mikasa, but whatever. So they fi- fly on these contraptions that shoot strings out of the air and go through like trees and whatnot. So, okay. To attack these, these, titan-esque things like, I don't really... grappling it's hook batman grappling hook yeah and <laughs> i don't really know if i consider that steampunk or not like i it's semi-futuristic but like i don't know 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, it's, it's very like the technology could be considered mechanically inclined to be towards steampunk. Yeah, but, I just discovered full screen. I'm looking at the whole thing now instead of a little. Flavio <laughs> 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 has leveled up. Yes. <laughs> Whereas, I don't consider this steampunk. Um, I mean. Yeah, I didn't really at the beginning. Like when I when like I saw it on the list, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then, like further on down the line, I, I I saw like Full Metal Alchemist, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's definitely steampunk." Freaking steampunk, yeah. And like, then Greedo. then I saw like Porco Rosso and Nausicaa of the Valley Ooh. of the Wind and House Moving Castle and things like that, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, me Attack on Titan, Attack yeah, on Titan is nothing like any of these." Like. Mm -hmm. Let's just tag to it so it shows up with all the others. I hate Kimber, Brown, Kimber Brown agrees it is not steampunk. Hello, Kimber Brown. I, I don't. So, Kimber, it. have you actually watched it or are you only gauging from what we've seen on the Google search here? Because I'll admit that Google search could bring up some stuff that does not that make even look steampunk look right. Because I found some things. Watch the last episode. I've watched it. I've watched Attack on Titan. Okay. Yeah, I've watched Attack on Titan as well, at least the first season. I don't think I got through the entire first season. It was very slow, but yeah. no. <laughs> so if we're going to do steampunk, I'm going to say probably like um, Last Exile is a good steampunk. That's an oh, old yeah. anime. Okay, which, I've been watching that one. Yes, it's got it's what got me into anime. Sorry, it got me into anime. I remember watching it on it. Okay, it was like on Sci-Fi back in the early 2000s for like. A weekend, and I, I sat there and watched twenty six episodes straight, and recorded them all on like VHS tapes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Wait, VHS tapes, <laughs> magnetic strips that are spindled up in a little plastic thing made of polymers. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't think that's real. Magic, <laughs> it's, magic. it's magic, pretty much. It's just magic. Oh, okay, magic. I can. Oh, so it's steampunk. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh. <laughs> No, that was that. Well, yeah, Steampunk, Steam Boy was also on the list of, of Steampunk sure. movies. And, that is very, very, very steampunk. It's and, we reviewed a lot of, of anime that we found to be very steampunk. Yeah, but this I was not just on that list. Yeah, it was on the list. Is that what you're saying? No, no, not, Attack on no. Titan was not, but yeah. somehow it made it onto Wikipedia, and I was like, mm, edit no. that shit. Go edit it, change it, fix it. Somebody who said that was wrong? Oh, my God. Now, can we... We can say, though, it, it's a pretty good anime. Yeah. It, it's got a lot of fans, and yeah, it holds up. It's I, not really dis discouraging anyone from, from watching it. Right, it's, it's a great show. It's just not steampunk. No, no. I have a friend of mine who plays one of the random screens in it. Oh, yeah? Really? <laughs> <laughs> You could find which screen it, it'd be over and over again as a, as a as your ringtone for them on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I was like, hey, Actually, you told me that you were working on Attack on Titan. Like, what do you play? And he's like, I'm just a scream. And I was like, <laughs> speaking of that, there's cool. a game that's being manufactured. It is a nothing to do with steampunk, but it, it has nothing to do with voice acting. Uh, it's a game called Stellar Warfare. It's going to be it's a space strategy game that's coming out. It's one guy working on it, and he's like, I need voices for the, the units. Can anyone just, like, give... Here's the list of voices I need you to do. And so I went through the voices on it, and uh, 
I sent it in, so I might be in a video game. Nice. I guess if I can find another script, you can be on a podcast. <laughs> Audio drama. Go. I'm a, I already got a YouTube channel. I got over 700 videos. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but I just have to find a script. I'm, I'm not a writer, so I need a writer to write a script. <laughs> uh, I have. Well, when Lex is feeling good, she's actually really good at script writing. Um, well, there you go. Maybe she, she actually knows someone you know. She ran into them. They're a. Um, they're into. Um, you ran into somebody I know. Theater. Yeah, she ran into someone you know. Uh, she's a theater person. Oh, Lorelai. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. And they're actually working on a, a play together here shortly. If Ooh. if it all happens, oh, yeah, she got the uh, no she lead. got the the main role. She's not really a theater person. This is the first time she ever applied. So ever tried out for uh, Lex is in as a side character that's still a major part of the show, and um, so hopefully it goes through. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Uh, I saw I saw Lorelai say she got the part, and then I'm yep. just, and I saw Lex say she she something about theater, and I was like, I was wondering to myself, huh? I wonder if it's the same place. Yeah, and it's the same place. <laughs> Currently, Bastrop is the only place. Where this is going through, and the, actually the one that they were that was supposed to be producing or going through, uh, I guess viewing now, quit mm -hmm. uh, canceled because too many of them had issues. Like they were, it was just oh drama, COVID scare, and then they're like, all right, it's all done, and then like they started doing more, and then COVID scare, and then oh. COVID scare, scare. So they're like, we're just scrapping, or we'll try it next year. Yeah, and, my, my, pre my previous voice actors were from the Leander um, theater community. And apparently that theater did close down because of COVID. So mm. like, like permanently, right? Out. Yeah, completely gone. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. Uh the Cleburne Community Theater has been doing like parking lot shows. Oh, okay. All of their actors have on like the the, the facial screens, the plastic that you can see through. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet that makes Hamlet much more entertaining. I bet it does too. <laughs> but I don't think they're doing Hamlet. I think they're mostly doing like family musicals because anything that, other than hamlet yeah <laughs> uh that that company does a whole lot of family shows they do do shakespeare in the park in the spring or they did until covid but uh they usually keep it pretty light and family friendly because i think uh the roosevelt adventure society we went to a to a it was like what um midsummer night's dream we watched that in a park somewhere and they had like bikes and lights and it was it was it was fun. I remember we went to a play in the park, and a lot of their props are like bicycles with with lights on them, and you know, you don't remember that time. Then I believe yeah. you. <laughs> and we we we've seen a few plays, yeah, a few uh, steampunk uh, uh, style plays. Um, yeah, that we one's not coming to mind, but that's okay. Yeah, and we also went we went to one that was basically something about there was a. I don't know, a chimney or something. They're throwing things down the chimney to get rid of for, you know, it was at the theater. Never mind. <laughs> Angelo State um, kind of did One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest steampunk style. Oh, really? When was that? What, that what was 2011. Uh, you know what? I heard about that. I graduated in 2010. So right. I, I literally left. So I didn't get to see that one, but I remember him talking about it. So you and I were there at the same time. That's crazy. Did you ever go into the main computer lab? Back before the plague times. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I worked, I worked, I was the senior help desk assistant at the computer lab in the MCS building. 
then I probably talked to you at least once. Yep. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. The world is small. What I had small long hair at the time. Long. It was Goldilocks gold, and it was a big, loopy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow, great. we're starting to digress and talk about things people who are listening probably have no care about. No, everyone loves hearing about how we're related somehow. We didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're one big happy family. Yes, yes. So one thing I want to bring here is Vice Sci-Fi says something about my Alcon schedule in 2019, which is like all of a sudden who's like who, who's like following me and about the escape room I did. I mean, I did something there where I was like, obviously one of the npcs in a lark okay, and it was an escape room for me at that year because i was trying to escape from everybody then oh. <laughs> everyone was got everyone was out for my number that day ah escape room the live experience <laughs> <laughs> the live action escape room get your shotgun we're going to hell well, a, up here in round rock I'm, I'm well north of all north of where i am in the in the bubble of this universe <laughs> called a place called round rock there's this resort that they just built and inside this resort, they have escape rooms and I haven't investigated further, but out down in their video game room, there is another doorway that has steampunk all over it. And I have no idea what's behind that door. <laughs> we need to find out. Yes. <laughs> if it wasn't um, for this pandemic, I would be there. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. That, I mean, I don't know what the escape rooms about. Kind of look kind of western, um, but you know, I don't know any. I don't know what kind of escape rooms they actually run. But the layout of it on the on the outside looked very western. So there's that. Um, and like I said, like I said, there is another room somewhere down by the game room where they have video games and all that kind of stuff. There is a wall that is steampunk deck decked out of steampunk, and I don't know what's on what's behind that door because I never got a chance there to look at it. So, so if we know days, anybody, one of these that days works there. Kala, we Kala need to open Hari. the door for Flavio to get the extra points. The Kalahari Resort here in Round Rock, Texas. <laughs> I never heard of that. It's brand spanking new. The only reason I know about it is because a lot of my personal job, we put our system in there, and it was a pain in the ass. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of walking, a lot of walking. Oh, wow, we are running out of time. Look at that. Wow, time you want to keep going. I'm, I, I'm up for going if we want I'm to. I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere, guys. Um. If, if you need to guys you leave, please do. Yeah, but thank you for listening, everybody. I mean, we we got up to at least eleven people at one time. We currently have eight, and I'm really surprised and happy. Um, apparently, word is getting out. <laughs> I don't, which is good. That's what we want, right? Word of mouth advertising. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your uncles. Tell, tell everybody. Tell so, a stranger next door. <laughs> at this point, I want to ask a question. Those of you who've been watching us for a couple of months now and know this is now the reboot to the whole damn thing. Oh, this is beyond. We're beyond. <laughs> what do you guys like and what do you dislike that we do so far? Like, what would you want to see more of? Because yeah. honestly, we're sitting here, we're having an issue coming up with a little bit of stuff. Well, well there, there's this guy down here. He wants, we all want to see more of this dude down here. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I've already got an idea for next week, so awesome, awesome. next week or two weeks. Well, or next yeah, episode, whatever. Next episode. I was going to talk about it here today, but I was like, nah, I'll save it and I'll play it for a little longer because it's a video there we game. Go. More of that guy. Hi, thanks. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you who are not watching us and just listening to us later, I just zoomed in and just make facts the the only person on the screen. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Fax. I'm the one with the tall hat. The tall hat. It is so good to see you. And I know it's good of you to see me. 
Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> and I just went back to the all four of us on the screen, guys. Anybody watching? Listening to us later. Aww. Event planning and panels. Well, we're not much in an event. We're not an event planning group, but we will tell you if we know of any. We're not good at it. We've tried an event planning group. I, I will admit. So Steam Chest, we do panels. If you guys need steampunk panels, we will find people that if we don't know how to talk about certain things, we will find someone to fill those slots for you. Um, I will if you just need commentary on wonderful steampunk things, we it, obviously this podcast is perfect at that. We really are. Trying to do that. That's what we're aiming for. Yeah, we have Nicole over here who can arrest half of the auditorium for money, and it's great. We will do that for sure. Um, I, I mean. Oh, she'll also. I have, I have a couple airships. If you guys need like people to show up and just bring like tons of stuff for sale, to vendors. I got vendors on a list of people who would want to show up to these kind of things. I can roll in between all four of us on this page here that are doing this podcast. We can roll in and have basically an impromptu steampunk convention at any moment in time. Well, more like a small gathering, but unless you guys, unless everybody joins us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, really COVID, COVID wasn't a thing. We have an army of steampunks that could land anywhere you need us. You know, I mean, I mean, we 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 joined up with another with another group. Um, um, Lisa Lamar, her her production group, her belly dance production group. Belly dance group, yeah. We 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 joined up with her, and that's how we did that to, at, down at the the ghost town here in by, out by you, Jack. <laughs> and that's that's why we had the belly dancers and the vendors and everything. We, it was it wasn't just us; it was her mostly, actually. And Fax got the vendors together, for the most part. <laughs> We just kind of we just kind of hitched our wagon to hers, and and went with it. Yeah, know? we tried that for a, a couple of years. Uh, the second year did not go well, mostly due to weather. Yeah, because uh, it got it got postponed, so it yeah. was a real struggle. Um, but we we tried. Yeah. So I'm assuming is asking us questions about like how to run a convention, like how to set that up with with panels. Yeah. You mean like successfully? I mean, <laughs> that's different. I, well, can, I could be able to get like Shane to come on, maybe. Maybe that man that would be fantastic if we get Shane out here. Yeah, uh, he's you know, the Steampunk November guy, right? Yeah, I yeah. had like maybe yeah. three conversations with the man, and they were like trying to talk to Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Leslie like run Steampunk November so very well, and even though it, it's they're all running around like chickens with their head cut off, including myself the first mm -hmm. like, two days. But well, I've been, I've been like deputized many times. They run by, I need you to do something for the convention. I'm like, yeah. what is it? So like, they throw a thing on me and I'm doing a thing. I don't, I honestly don't think I've ever talked to him personally, except maybe I think that one time where I set up in the wrong spot and they told me, Oh no, you're supposed to be over there. Uh, but <laughs> there was a few summers that I practically lived out there. Cause I, they were like, Hey, we're doing work days. And I'm like, Hey, I'm bored. Cause I was a teacher and didn't have anything to do in the summer. And you were so, nearby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause right. you have the advantage of living close to there. Yeah. For that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Venus, Texas is a little far, but I would, I would love to come out and do the things like I've always wanted to do the, uh, the New Year's thing and the writers uh, convention that they do just to show up and oh yeah, writers in the field, yeah, writers in the field sounds I've like seen, a fantastic. I've seen those advertised and talked about, yeah. Um, go read a ghost ship allegory. I ghost airship allegory. I've heard of them and I've seen and I'm on their Yay! page and I know they do a lot of stuff and I've tried in the past before all this before before the COVID times. <laughs> I had planned to join them in some of their stuff, but I was never able to make it up there for the stuff that they were getting together for. And, yeah. I haven't gotten to go to any of the ghost airship allegory 
stuff. I'm closer to them because I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth area and you know, I'm friends with Joseph. So, um, but I just haven't gotten to go. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and, and it's great to know that there's a group out there that's getting together and doing stuff. I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what the, 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 our Roosevelt adventuring society, that's what we, that's what we put ourselves together for. So we can do that. Um, and do that kind of stuff and hopefully bring other people with us. And every once in a while, we got one or two people to join us, but it was mostly just us. Uh, <laughs> what we need to do when we're able to go out and do things again, as much as we'll be able to in the future, for sure. Yeah. Just have impromptu meetings at places like, you know, the ghost town and do a that's, thing and do a stream with three of us sitting and then have her, you know, have her on the, on the screen over here or like maybe meet halfway somewhere on a, a I'm day perfectly trip. willing to do that. Yeah. I'm yeah. good with that. Um, I mean, yeah. and we've, we've talked about meeting together. We never, we don't even meet when we say we're going to meet to talk about meeting. <laughs> I know. And actually, okay. So that's because my bit, my job was weird for a long time, but that's now becoming my secondary job. I have a new job starting in March. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. I will, I will now be working for State Farm. So. Oh, so you'll have more regular hours is what you're saying? Very much so. What about what about your outdoor archery shooty all kind of stuff? I'm job? going to be doing that on the weekend still uh, for the time being. Uh, we'll still be working for the uh, for the resort doing. Yeah, I know. Here I am. What do I do on the weekends? I, I teach fishing, uh, archery, axe throwing, and shotguns to people, and <laughs> I have the greatest of time. Oh, your life is so rough. <laughs> I know. I get, to, I get to teach eight year olds how to throw an axe, and their parents are just like. Oh my God! He knows how to throw an axe now, and then oh my God! That's, that could be now. that could be fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, just don't throw these at your parents. Oh yeah, it's funny. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I heard I that about that game, axes and allies. Ooh, I love that game. I hear it's fun. <laughs> love that game. I've played it once a long time ago. I don't remember anything about it other than it seemed complicated. My brother had it, and he's eight years older than I was. So I'd watch him and his friends play it, and they would let me play as the United States because they knew I was inco incompetent at it as a seven-year-old. And so I was sitting here literally just, like, losing as the United States. And my brother was playing, obviously, Germany at the time, so he's always happy that the United States is losing. Wow. <laughs> We are way drifting off target, um, and it's that's well, it's over the hour. Um, I mean, if you guys want to keep listening to us, we'll keep talking, and we still have nine people so watching. I'm that's being told by John Strangeway that he is actually connecting. He wow, link. So we have a latecomer. Okay, okay, we'll let him on. Let's see. Oh, I see somebody. There's somebody there. Let's add him to the stream. Well, hello, oh, the dude himself. Hey guys, hello. how you doing? Hello, I hear you're the dude. I'm doing well. You caught us just in time. I know. I, I so I work till nine thirty my time. Okay, okay. Eight thirty your time, and then it's a half hour drive to get home. So I was like, <laughs> no worries, no worries. Don't die. Well, for this is, I mean, right now, well, introduce yourself. Tell us, tell everybody who you are. Oh well, I, I mean, Jack knows me. Uh, I'm my name is John Strangeway, which is odd enough, um, but. If you've seen me at any steampunk convention, I'm the one that's in the steampunk Boba Fett running around. Okay. So awesome. it's been Jesus 12 years now. So I know. I, then I've definitely seen you at places. I've seen you at conventions and such. So I've never talked to you before. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Fabio. Nice to meet you, Bax, Nicole. How you doing? Hello. Oh, 
So, so, so what? So what? What brings you here today? Just for the fun of it, or did you have something to talk to us about? Or well, I saw you guys talking about, um, you know, conventions, and I'm like, you know, I'm yearning because the last one I got to go to was last March at Wawa Wild WestCon, and that oh, yeah. was then it was my like my last convention for over a year and a half. I would have made a much better spectacle of myself then, but you know. <laughs> The Wild Wild West Con is that in uh, Tulsa? Uh, oh. Tucson, Tucson. Tucson. Okay. Yep. Oh, yes, that's Tucson. the one you've never been to that I keep right. telling you about. That's awesome. Right. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, 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 like I said, I had tickets to it one year, and I was supposed to go with a friend of mine, and then he backed out of me at the last minute, and then I just didn't want to go by myself, so I didn't go. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very immersive. It's a lot of fun. You are in an old Western studio. I hear this. Yes, I've heard about that. That's why I wanted to go. I still want to go. So <laughs> I'm hoping um, it comes back. Um, the actual old Tucson Studios, um, if they, I don't know if they went out of business because of COVID, but I think the state got it. I'm not sure who has ownership now. So sold it. So it probably is the state owns it, which right. is kind of like I guess they're in a holding pattern to see if another production company may pick it up. Yeah, because it is the model town that they've used in hundreds of westerns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I know, I know our uh, our Wyatt Earp um, impersonator out of Steampunk November has gone out there with his crew several times. So cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So if you guys get a chance, and if it comes back, definitely check it out. Yeah, I've always wanted to go. Like I said, I was going to go that one year, but. Uh, circumstances I took me out of it. And I was Not the cards. And I, yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I couldn't get a refund on the ticket or anything, so uh, I lost money on that deal. <laughs> uh, that sucks. Yeah, the the last one I was in Texas was in San Antonio uh, Aetherfest, I believe it was called. We were there. <laughs> that was a long time ago, and I was at that one, and I I I remember everyone marching out to go get a big group photo in front of the Alamo. And oh, that'd be great. It was, except it was May, oh, and yeah. I'm wearing the full getup and very um, hot. Very <laughs> hot. <laughs> and everyone started heading back to the hotel, which is about eh, not far. It's like three blocks. Mm -hmm. And um, there's all these Mexican tourists, and they're stopping me because I'm looking like an you know something from a movie, and <laughs> they're they're wanting my picture. I'm not fluent in Spanish at all, but I was really dying. So I'm trying to channel anything, and I'm just like, "Mes fuego, muy caliente, muerte, por favor, agua." Something like I'm just like pleading with these people, and they're just saying like, "Uno más, uno más, por favor, uno más." You know, one more photo, and I'm like, "Oh God, I don't want to ruin this for them." Right, right, right. You know, they're like elated. But I was, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. We, we, so, we were, we were at Etherfest. So, I mean, I, I think that might have been one place I've seen you. Didn't, but I don't. We did not join you. Yeah. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. I, I mean, that that hotel they had was something out of you know like a 1930s movie or 1920s. It was great. Uh, um, we went up. I remember they had a big rooftop um, stage. Mm -hmm. I went up there. I remember going up there. Upstairs, yeah. yeah, we have we have some pictures. Um, we had a friend of ours with us. I, there was one of our one of the better pictures I took was with Thax, and well, I wasn't in it. It was of Thax and his, on our friend sitting up there on the on the uh, up on the, the roof. Yeah, 
Nice. I remember nice. that. Now, uh, yeah, I, I just uh, so many great moments uh, at Steampunk Conventions. So that's it's, I was like, ooh, let me let me share these. If you guys have any, I love I love hearing stories too. So. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's one of the reasons I'm glad Steampunk November is in November because yeah. <laughs> I can put more layers on and look really cool, but sweating, not so much. Not so yeah. cool. Texas is rough on the Steampunker. Yeah, I remember. Well, I remember the last the last time Steampunk November. Yeah, I got really cold that night. I remember that Dax was almost dying. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I got the shivers and I just couldn't shake them. Yeah. One of the cast members was kind of crappy <laughs> one of the cast members i think it was uh patrick who plays burke yeah uh oh <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to yell at you guys i got scared my mom said something <laughs> i'd be scared too if your mom said something <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um one of the cast members patrick who plays burke was like you're sleeping in the cast trailer and i was like but but I have my tent. He's like, nope, it's cold. <laughs> it gets really cold. Yes. I was like, okay. I have I have camped in the winter, and I don't know why I ever did I, that, but I hated it. So <laughs> I prefer camping in the winter because yeah. I've been, I'm oh, an I've, Eagle Scout. I have camped and camped and camped, and I will admit I hate camping in August. Yes, I there was will, only I, one time I liked camping in August, and it was when a we had a freak snowstorm in Texas in August. It snowed in El Paso, Texas. It wow. snowed in okay. Midland. It snowed in, in San Antonio or in San Angelo, Texas. Yep. And it was just a random ice. And then the next day it was gone. <laughs> camping with 22 other scouts. We piled into, it was on our own property at the time. And we were building our house. We were living in a double wide. We had 22 scouts plus a five, five family, a five a family of five sleeping in a double wide. It was just like, it was bedrolls, floor everywhere. You couldn't walk anywhere. <laughs> Well, I also put. I will also say the caveat that I have. I have camped in the winter. I've camped in the summer. I've camped in the autumn and the spring, and I hated it because I don't like camping. So, <laughs> and yet you're this traveler character who loves drinking in different exotic places, indoors. <laughs> yeah, you have to understand our style of camping is in a hotel. It's yes. not having my smoker's lounge in my well, own, you know, own home. It's not see. having my own jacket that I had to bring with me because I had to wash it three times over and I didn't have my, my, my backup. No, no, no. I, I have my traveling jacket and I have my home jacket, my traveling hat, my, my home hat. I have my safari hat. See, I would rather I would rather it just be cold than raining and my tent have a leak in it because that's happened at Steampunk oh. November 2. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, a leaky tent is the worst. Leaky tents are bad. <laughs> so what we do at Steampunk November is we go and we and there's a Holiday Inn Express in Alvarado, Texas. Mm -hmm. Alvarado. Well, see, I know someone who's named whose last name is Alvarado, and so but that's the why city is called it. Alvarado. <laughs> I know. Believe me, you, you could you could talk to them. I'm going to call it Alvarado because I know someone with the last name of Alvarado, and they're the right skin tone for it. But that's beyond the point. Uh, <laughs> I find it adorable. And I will mispronounce it on purpose from now on, now that I know the difference. Great. But I can also say that every time I go to Steampunk November, I've been sleeping at a Holiday Express last night. <laughs> I in a hotel every time I go to Steampunk November. I'm sorry. I do. I do not camp. I know I know there may be some interesting and fun things that happen after hours, but 
Oh, I'm there. The drunk people. Anyway, but yeah, I have to still drive the 15 minutes back to the hotel. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's cold and miserable, and I don't really, actually, and to, honestly, I don't really know enough people. I mean, I'm starting to know more people, but I don't know enough people to stay around <laughs> with. You know. Yeah, I'm mostly always with the uh, with the cast members, so that those are really the only people I know. So. I've been well, learning you know, the drums. You know us. With the drum circle. <laughs> I, I've been meaning to get out to Wasteland Weekend, and that's one of my biggest fears: is camping out in the desert in September Ooh. in southern Southern California. Mm, I, I'm, thing. yeah, it's either going to be not terrible or a lot of wind or super hot. Um, and being from New Jersey, I'm not geared for the heat. So, uh, even living, I've been in Atlanta now for 11 years. I'm still not accustomed to the heat and humidity, which. Again, Dragon Con happens Labor Day weekend, and I'm wearing layers upon layers of stuff, so it's it's miserable. Yeah, Chris Kristen has it has it the best. She lives twenty minutes. She lives really close, twenty minutes away. She just goes home. <laughs> well, that's me now. Yeah. Like that's literally me now. I live thirty minutes away instead of the hour that I was for forty five minutes. But yeah, yeah. And in Austin. I'm not used to the humidity here in Austin. It this is. is- is this is not that humid, thing? really. I mean, I, I went to Seattle. Okay. It was so okay. humid in Seattle yes. that there was just That's literally Seattle. water wicking off of me. That's Seattle. <laughs> yeah. I'm used well, to San Angelo. Yes, yeah, San Angelo is dry. 7% humidity, not 57% humidity. What the hell is this 50? Why isn't it raining? Yeah. You're, you're, you're just slightly closer to the Gulf. And I was in July. I was uh, staying with Airship Isabella in New Orleans, mm. and we decided to gear up. and. And walk around um, Bourbon Street again. Not the ideal to wear the steampunk Boba Fett costume in July in New Orleans, but yet they still managed to get me in it. Thank God I've incorporated a kilt into the costume, so I can have at least some airflow. But oh man, just we couldn't move. We were stuck out there for like three hours. Just oh, oh. yeah, we went to New Orleans in July once. Yep. Once. <laughs> but god it was yeah it was like swimming through soup yeah oh uh, no <laughs> like i said that's what like in seattle i just you know i walk I'm, i was out there and i was like why you know i just was felt like i was just covered in a you know a layer of water it's like how did this even get i'm not sweating no that's not so you know. the perfect places to go is you go north during the summertime you go you you'll see yellowstone during the summertime because it's like 60 degrees up there in the daytime and during the winter, you come down here where it's going to be a balmy 95 on freaking Christmas <laughs> Eve. And uh, you're, you're good. Yep. Tell you, the weather's kind of wacky because it was snowing in Arizona and we just got hit with tornadoes. And like oh. now it's in the high 60s, low 70s, we, which is have, not normal for we January. Have, we have, there was snow in Austin last week. Yeah, we had snow, snowmageddon last week. You know, <laughs> it was Monday. It was a snowy yeah. Sunday, and it was like halfway gone by by the end of Monday. It was just right. Like, I mean, yeah, it was, it was snowing, and now what? Today's what? Eighty degrees? It was hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was only sixty degrees here in North Texas. Today, <laughs> didn't the like, Great Plains get like hit with fifteen inches of snow somewhere? Like yeah, Nebraska, in Amarillo, or like my my best friend lived in Lubbock for a good number of years. I'm actually I lived in Lubbock for a good number of years, and. It's one of those things of it's going to be Arctic cold because there's a constant 55 mile an hour wind from the north <laughs> all the time. Like I went to I went to Texas Tech for a couple semesters. My parents graduated from there 
And there's just this weird, like, I, I wore a trench coat with like three other coats and the trench coat was only there to cut the wind because <laughs> I had to trudge like 30 minutes to class. I had to drive 11 minutes to campus and then walk for 30 minutes to any of the buildings and like wow. whatever wind was going on. And so it was terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, I, okay, I do well, have the parents, uh, you know, why does, Atlanta, why does, why does Atlanta doesn't have nothing steampunk yet? They host, host Dragon Con. I went to Dragon Con once about two, maybe three years ago. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> And I, there was a steampunk ball, and I know the people who run that, um, the Darling DJ Duo, uh, yep, <laughs> um, from from the Clockwork Cabaret podcast. Um, I've been, I you know, I made friends with them over online, obviously, but I did meet them at Dragon Con personally and had drinks with them. So <laughs> there yeah. is okay. So there was a um, it was called um, uh, Anacrocon here in Atlanta that started like 2010. And at Dragon Con, there's the there's numerous fan tracks mm-hmm. based on what you enjoy or what you're looking for. And so the one that kind of harbored the steampunk scene was the alternate history track. So right. it wasn't just steampunk; it was a lot of different brought in, right? But um, it unfortunately in the Atlanta scene, the people running Dragon Con, I don't know if you ever or not Dragon Con, um, Anacrocon, got in trouble, and it split the scene. Oh no! About about like five years ago, and so it started to just go down from there. That's more or less why there's really not a whole lot of steampunk in Atlanta anymore. There's some, but there is one. Um, uh, our uh, Bill Bill, he's got his steampunk Atlanta exposition. I, I have to look it up the, the name of it, and it's held. It was supposed to be held at the end of October. Um, it's gone two years now in a row. But with COVID, it got pushed back. So, um, but yeah, that, it's it's just kind of unfortunately it went like down, really like faded. Uh, did you know about Steampunk World's Fair up in New Jersey? I've heard of it. Okay, so that that kind of also imploded because the main showrunner Jeff Mock basically got Harvey Weinsteined. So that's what happened I with that one. You know, I, I mean that's what that's what happens. Like half the time, it's it's the people running it. Something goes wrong, or you the people. It's a group or whatever, and they unfortunately don't get along, and it just kind of splits, and then nothing ever takes its place. So, yeah, for for a while there, we had a good steampunk scene going on here. That we didn't have any conventions per se, but we had some really good meetups because we had a really strong personality running it. Um, it was basically centered around her her store because she sold steampunk paraphernalia and stuff. But then she started having meetups, and it just grew and grew. And then we had a big thing called Unobtainium. Right, I've heard of that. Yeah, for a weekend, and you know Tesla versus Edison, Unobtainium, and it was a one weekend thing. We threw it all together. Max was in charge of the actors. I was one of the the personalities running around. Um, it was incredibly <laughs> successful, but she totally burned out on it. Uh, she felt like she got burned by a lot of her uh, supporters, yep. and. Uh, she just didn't have it in her after that, and, yeah, and, then, and it never happened again. She moved out of town, so she's gone. <laughs> and then we had then we had another guy who kind of stepped up and was running a running a similar situation, but he was he had a different agenda. He was more into burlesque, which was fine. He tried to do a burlesque show, um, steampunk, or he called it <laughs> cabaret. But then he was mixing other things, so it wasn't he wasn't strictly focused on steampunk. And then he got tired of running his shows, and then it just all died away from there. So. <laughs> And now this is it, me right here, broadcasting throughout the multiverse. Uh, this is the. I mean, that's 
Awesome. That's what brought me to this because I was like, "Hey, you guys are still keeping it alive." So it's awesome. Nicole, are you raising your hand? Because I'm like, I don't want to. Yes, use... I am. Um, go, 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 go. I've I've got a jet. I'm being summoned from okay, down. No worries. Thank you. We've so, gone way late. Thank you for joining us again. Yeah. We'll nice to meet you. Time. Nice to meet you. You guys, you know, don't do anything stupid to where I have to arrest you. So. Say hi to your mom. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah, I mean that's kind of happened um, with a lot of the scenes. It happened up in Detroit, Cincinnati, like because I, I mean, I don't know if Jack even like went over what I've done. I've been to Jesus at least like 20, 25 steampunk events a year for the past like ten years. So all over the country, and some have kept going. Like there's TeslaCon up in Madison, Wisconsin, that's still going. You know, Wawa WestCon still going. There's a handful around the country, but I remember in like 2012, there was like 35 that year around the U.S. alone. And that's you know, some that's all over the place. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I've seen you. If you're, if, unless unless there's another steampunk Bubba Fett out there, I know I have seen you at conventions. There they weren't are, but not. I've seen you at comic book conventions as well. You know. Oh yeah, I get around. So yeah. initially in 2009, there were two of us that debuted that Dragon Con, and that's why I set out to be the steampunk Bubba Fett. There have been mm -hmm. others. That I've run into, and I've been like, "That's awesome, sweet." <laughs> go you, go ahead, post a picture, picture of yourself in your in your costume on our on our on our Steam, on our Facebook page, so people will know, you know, recognize you, or you know, oh, that guy, yeah, we know them. You don't have to do it right away. Oh, okay. I say I Vader. That's my buddy Dave Lee. Um, he's okay. also yeah. the head of um, Hat and Cross Steampunk. So years ago at World Steam Expo in Detroit, I met Dave. And I said to him, I was like, you do a really good um, steampunk Vader. And and so he did. And so we always run. He's in Virginia. And we always run into a lot of the conventions in the East Coast together. And he's been brought out to other conventions. So nice. we've had a ton of fun together. And I, I love Dave. In fact, I actually saw him because I drive back to Jersey for Christmas. And so I, on the way back down, I stop off and say hi to him. And I just sent you a link to the um, the steampunk. I have a Facebook page. So. I'm not really too too active on it, but I try. But I use it for promoting whatever. Because back in the day, I was really into it, and then after about six years, I was like, "I'm doing other costumes. I have other costumes. I swear, I'm not just, you know." <laughs> I want to change, guys. Well, I've done a Morton Joe. I've done Ramirez from Highlander, like Henry Jones Senior. I'm a big Sean Connery fan. Um, so. I, I I've done a lot of costumes and unfortunately they're just from other, you know, genres. They're not right. steampunk. So it's like, I kind of like whittled my way into a niche with the fet, which isn't bad because it could cross over into star Wars. And I've been to all the celebrations. I have a blast at them, but I've done other star Wars costumes, you know, Obi-Wan and Mando armor, which was a one episode one off in clone wars. Nice. But I, you know, I love Boba Fett. I love Obi Wan, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a perfect mashup for me." <laughs> so, again, it's 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 not like I've I've lost any interest in steampunk. It's just I got burnt out of wearing the same costume literally several years in a row. <laughs> That's understandable, especially since it's a very hot costume as oh, well yeah. as you're saying. <laughs> very, very hot. I mean, it is my like weight loss program in the summertime when I go to a convention. <laughs> I will sweat out about ten pounds of water weight. Nice. So, yeah. So when I met you, you asked me to hand you like the three bottles of water that were behind me. 
So ever since then, I mean, I've always like every time I run into you, I'm like, here's a bottle of water. And yes. it hasn't, I haven't run into you in years, but it it's was always a minute. So much fun. Yeah, it was always fun. Like, oh, here's your bottle of water. And you're always just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I like to have certain stigmas about myself. Like I love Mountain Dew, White Castle, mm-hmm. um, Hostess Cupcakes, you know, things like that. And so when I go to different states, inevitably someone will come up with like a care package of Mountain Dew and Hostess Cupcakes. <laughs> And I'm just elated. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and if they have White Castle in the state, that's even better. Because then I run off and it's like, where's this White Castle? I'm going to have to go now. <laughs> in costume and everything. It's just like, give me all your burgers. At World's Fair in Jersey, there's a White Castle like 10 minutes from there. So I'll leave the hotel, go get a Crave nice. case, bring it back, and I'll walk around. I've got, I have got, bought a Crave crate, which is 100 White Castle burgers. I literally walked around. And people are like, I'm like, here, have one. They're like, are, they think there's like a catch or something. I'm like, I'll keep walking if you don't want a fucking White Castle burger. Go. And, you know, I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, are you serious? I'm like, take one here. I'm not going to eat 100 White Castle burgers. Yeah, you're not going to take a burger from the Fet. I mean, come on. That's hilarious. So, yeah. no, like, I've, been, I've been, I mean, I've always. I've, you could take one warm. You could take one cold. <laughs> but you're going to take one. Like, I, I've been wanting to travel more and go to more to conventions. Like I went to the one, there was a Seattle steampunk convention that I went to and yeah. it was a blast. And, but then, you know, like I said, I was going to go to the wild West one and, but that didn't, that fell through, but, and then, you know, money and everything and then COVID. So, you know, it's like no, no travel kind of anymore, you know, trust me, I get it. I mean, but like, that was like my hobby was just going mm-hmm. to conventions and, some brought me out, so that was kind of nice. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm a yeah. dude in a suit, but okay. Show up and just be you at the convention because people are yeah. coming to see you. I mean, I mean, I was surprised. We actually got invited to a little tiny startup convention down in Kerrville, Texas, because I just said, I don't, I don't know why, how they even. I, I mentioned something to them on Facebook or whatever, and they I said, "Well, you know, posted it in Facebook and and linked them that we yeah. were going to come." And they're like. Here, have some free tickets. Right. Yes. <laughs> come, come, come. Yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> that was that was two years in a row. Well, the first Can't one. Can't beat that. It was the nope. second year where it was free, where they sent me free tickets. The second, the first year I went just because ago, and I broadcast it with um, the blue, blue, you know, um, blue stocking who had her own steampunk podcast at the time, and I, we sat down and we 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 had a we 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 recorded. I wasn't broadcasting live back then, but we recorded a we recorded an episode together, and that was fun. Um, but yeah, it's like I did the by sci fi. I had no idea I was, we were actually on Audible. Um, that's actually awesome. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, we're yeah. the only steampunk podcast on Audible. Wow, yeah, what, what is the, the, the podcast on Facebook, by the way? Just so I can link it to Te- the Texas page. Steampunk connection. Steampunk connection. Yeah. Thank you, and and please inform me about um, steampunk November because I've heard of it, but I'm not exactly sure what's. It about it's a, we don't like a man it's like a who, festival. It's outdoors. Yeah. Only, only the 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 twist is it's it's steampunk. Okay, and it's and in so the, it's like strings of, of lights and and uh, yeah, more of a focus on on the the uh, the magic that is a Victorian, you know, weird sciences. Yeah, they yeah. have like three stages for music, and they have them oh. almost always going throughout yeah. the day at all times. Hair shows up for it. Um, they have a lot of local steampunk bands. They, um, you, you're laughing, Thax. What are you gonna say? 
I remember seeing Voltaire walking through a couple years ago. You know, if you know anything about Voltaire, his shoes are immaculate. We've oh. had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Funny, and that funny was enough. the year everything was covered in mud. Yeah, I guess a little muddy. Just, Vol was, Voltaire used to date one of my roommates. Back in the day. Wow, okay. <laughs> yes. I like come out and like, oh hey, what's up, Aurelio? What's going on? <laughs> Well, we met him at, a, at our at our hotel there. He was staying at the Holiday Inn Express with us, and it was like we're sitting down for for breakfast, and it's the usual thing, like half costume with the hat on, the hair bedrazzled, and sitting drinking coffee. My wife's like, "That's Voltaire, like a chair away from me." I look down, I look at his boots, and it's just like one of those moments where you just like look down, you just like slowly your eyes draw up to the person, and they're he's just like <laughs> reading the newspaper or something. I'm like nice boots, and he's like. Thank you. They're Italian leather. And then we had a 45 minute conversation about Italian leather boots for the next, you know, and until he's like, well, I got to go to this. I got to go to this thing. It looks like you're going to be there too. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then like, it's funny because apparently there's like a table over of just like people who knew who Voltaire was, but had like no clue that he was going to be here or anything. Other stuff was going on. He's like, are you like part of Voltaire's, you know, group? I'm like, I mean, I know him. And yeah. <laughs> walk off. Like, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you go to all these events, all the same entertainers or guests or performers, it's pretty much the same lineup most of the time. So mm -hmm. I just became like friends with like, okay, so the League of Steam, my favorite uh, camping memory is going out and camping on the beach dressed as pirates for <laughs> Nick's birthday, like 2016. That's my favorite like <laughs> camping experience. I used to go camping up in New Hampshire, freezing to death. And I'm like, man, camping on the beach in California, that's the way to do it. <laughs> I asked them, I was like, like do I need to dig a hole in the sand? They're like, no, there's Porta Johns over there. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, because, you know, in the woods, you, you know, <laughs> I was like, it's just sand here. So I don't know what to do. Okay. Yeah, I've never gone, I've never gone camping where I had to dig a hole. There's always been some place to go. <laughs> I do not like camping. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm with That's you, great. Fabio. You know that. I love the fact that camping came back around and we didn't have to prompt it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can segue just about anything. Let me tell you, it's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, we were talking about camping earlier. That's funny. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I was listening to you guys. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I love camping, sort yeah. of. <laughs> it, it's it's the love camping, sort of. I love doing everything that goes with camping, but then all of a sudden it's like time to go to bed, and I'm like, well, I had a fan, uh, right? I need a fan or an air conditioner. You know, I I a, could I get a mattress? I'm sorry. I am a freaking Boy Scout. I'm like. Why can't I like I do a, like a rudimentary, rudimentary AC? So that I can have a bed to sleep in. Why yeah, would I go out into the woods? Rita says hotel camping. That's the way to do it, right there. <laughs> if I have the, when I have the money, I go hotel camping. But I've, I've, but my kid now is seven years old, and I got to start showing him the wonders of camping. So I'm I mean, looking forward to that. Or, or he can learn to hate it too. You know, <laughs> that's a new experience altogether with a kid. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. you pitch the tent in the backyard. Say, go out there, kid. I'll be in. I'll be in my bed. <laughs> You're the dog outside. Wolfie will be fine. He's a German Shepherd. He'll keep you safe from everything. There you go. <laughs> but I'm just. Yeah, as for Voltaire, I, I, first time I saw Voltaire was here in Austin at the local goth club. You know. And oh yeah. It was, I think it was a birthday. It was one of his birth. It was a birthday show for him or something. Yeah, I think. It was, mm -hmm. Yeah. It was fun. That was my first time with him, and then I saw him at Steampunk November. And for two years, I think. And then I saw, I actually saw him when I was at Dragon Con. He was at Dragon Con. Yes, uh, he is a staple at Dragon Con, like literally every year. But it was funny because he was kind of tucked into the corner. 
<laughs> up by where the food court was. It was just like off to the side somewhere. And there are so many um, smaller, like little niches around Dragon Con that mm -hmm. they have them playing during the day. And then yeah. at night, there's the bigger venues. Uh, yeah, it, it, Dragon Con's insane. Like, I know. <laughs> my first year was in 2008, and it was at that point three hotels, and it was about 45,000 people. Since then, it's now five hotels plus the America Smart building where they put all the vendors in, yep, and it's up to like over eighty thousand people. Yeah, it's I work, I work the Artist Alley uh, for the con, which is in the America Smart up on the fourth floor, and that's what I like during the day. I'm dealing with that, and then at night I go run around, dress up, and have fun. I love, yeah, I, I love Dragon Con. I spend a lot of my time in the in the dealer's room in the artist area because i was getting um, it's but huge. I, had a bunch, I had a comic i had a bunch of comic books to get signed by a bunch of the artists that were there so <laughs> oh suko sorry one of our commenters i actually had to take her up to voltaire because she just couldn't handle handle it she's like i can't do this by myself and so i take her up there and she's just like just holds the cd up for him to sign and just like <laughs> can't say a word to him and he's just like having this jovial conversation with me and him and he's just like kind of she's just like blanked that's hilarious. I'm so like you need to. Ah, I have I have oh, a, I've done that too. Like I met the guy who who played one of the Cylons in in uh, Battlestar Galactica and uh, the chief <laughs> engineer. And I walk up to him. I was just gonna shake his hand. Like I loved I love what you did. I come up and I put my hand in front of his face. And I'm just like, oh, sorry. Yep. I I want to shake your hand. He's like, I get it. And he like he like, broke the scene down. And like I I, I get it. You you know don't worry about it. I, you know I'm a person. <laughs> and it's just amazing that that that's a thing, and uh, that's funny. I, I have I, I I'll have you know I have every Frenchie in the puck, Frenchie in the punk album autographed by them. <laughs> so funny enough, you should say that. So uh, Scott and I we do this fun like fake band called Stranger Ricks, and because we run into each other at all the cons and we do covers because Scott loves metal, old punk, yep. right? And sure. at um several conventions uh we've done numerous covers from motorhead or uh we've done um what was it we did the tiny rick song from rick and morty we, we we've done uh neil young's old man we did um uh typo negatives i don't want to be me that was at dragon con well anyway so i was like scott we need to do a drunken shanty bit so we're working on coming up with that. Those, uh, those are popular now, apparently. Chances. I know. Well, that's what I said. I was like, so because I'm really bored and I'm stuck at home and I'm a huge extrovert. I was like, okay, what can I do to keep my mind occupied? So I started reading children's books in my Sean Connery accent and <laughs> making YouTube videos. And so, and then my other friend, he's bored and he's been just covering songs. And I was like, let's cover the band Clutch's song, Mob Goes Wild. And I did it in my Sean Connery a spoken word and so i'm gonna do sean connery version of drunken sailor scott's gonna play the acoustic guitar we're gonna see if we can get some other people as chorus but yeah so <laughs> we're oh, working on that drop your youtube in the in the comments here and, okay I, uh, I did read um go the fuck to sleep that was that was a lot of fun it is a fantastic book and i'm i've actually considered doing that for just my own my own thing <laughs> yes uh that is hilarious uh, yeah i mean like well the frenchie and the punk 
they they don't really know us personally, but we're just known as the Texas people, um, <laughs> essentially. They're uh, sweethearts. <laughs> Sam and Scott are awesome. Yes, I know. They, they, they were on our, they were on our podcast. They were on our like one of our early early like first season. They were on our podcast at Steampunk November. They were nice enough to sit down and talk to us for a little while. And We've had multiple cool. other albums and and Steam Chest as well. Right. We talk to them every now and then. So. And I mean, it was it was a great conversation, but that was back when we Brent, like I said, I was Brent making new. The very when I went back to listen to it, the very first like five minutes of it got corrupted, so we we lost a good story of them uh, camping with a bunch of tarantulas nearby around all over the place. It was it was. It was but now you have the story of that you have to tell yourself about the story that's no longer around. So right. It's even better. A lost, a lost it's now a legend. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they went to some campground somewhere, and there was tarantulas all over the ground. <laughs> so. And that, I had to cut that out because it was just unusable, unlistenable. You cannot hear it. You know, it was oh. bad. Yeah, that was a great story too. It's a shame we couldn't keep it. <clears throat> and it's it's back in uh, season one. Um, I don't know. First between the first ten, somewhere in the first ten episodes, it's probably it's still available on our feed. If you go back way back, <laughs> so if anyone wants to listen to that, to them freshening the punk. <laughs> I kind Sorry. of fanboyed. At, at Frenchie and the Funk during that yeah. interview with my own self. Because yeah. <laughs> we had because we had met them before in Houston at the um, Kamapalooza <laughs> the year before that. And we had dinner with them because of our friend Russ who knew them. Who's <laughs> you know, so so they so they, they kind of knew us already and it was because of Russ is why we got him on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> you know, and and now and now we're just the Texas people, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's which is fine because I know they meet a lot of people all over the place. So you know, I don't expect them to remember my name. You know, but you know, but when they're here, they recognize us as the, the Texas guys. You know what I'm saying? They're a lot which of fun. Is, they really they are. are for me. They are. They're great people. That's that's the thing I love about all the people I've known and made friends with from the steampunk scene, wherever they are in the country or even the world. Because a couple people I've made friends with in Europe or in Australia, it's like I could just chat up, message them on Facebook, and be like, "Hey, how you been?" You know, and it's like, like the conversation never ended. Right. That's cool. That is awesome. I mean, so now we're now we know now we know Steampunk Bubba Fett. <laughs> Again, and that's the thing. I'm just a regular Joe. I'm a huge well, nerd. Apparently, well, Jack's been holding that's out on us. Together is being nerds together. Yeah, like. I, when I saw you pop up as Sean Connery in uh, in, in his uh, Highlander uniform, I had to show my wife. I'm like, oh my god, I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> it was it like, was a lifelong passion. My friend Anthony Canny, who's a brilliant seamster, he did um, the coat and the pants and the peacock cloak, and there are 900 peacock feathers oh on that god. thing. It's wow. gorgeous. Wow. We were like going over that, and the pictures just like um, just marveling at it, like how. Yep. Is that your closet, or do you have that? Like, hey, I have a, I have a bag, you know, like one of the uh, garment bags covering it, and uh, a stand for it. Um, I want to eventually. I'll have the round room, at, like in Highlander, with all the costumes on display. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. Um, you know, it, it'd be amazing. And it, what's great is because I've, I'm known for loving Sean Connery. Everyone that goes to Seattle's Museum of Pop Culture. The uh, Ramirez's outfit is at that museum, so and undoubtedly get pictures of people being like, "Oh, hey, look, John, it's your costume." I'm like, no, that's the original from the movie. That's way better. <laughs> oh, that's great! I, I, you, I just, you can re, you can now rebrand yourself as the steampunk Mandalorian. 
<laughs> you know, and and uh, uh, like it did give me a resurgence. Like people were like, "Oh, are you gonna get back in the Fed?" And I was like, "Ah, I don't know." But then the now name's Fed. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen season two yet. I don't want to, but I'm giving you fair warning. Okay, so Boba <laughs> Fett in season two. <laughs> okay. And they brought back uh, Tamora Morrison, and he's got the dad bod, which is awesome. I mean, the man's not even, like, fat. He's just no, older, gosh. but he's still stacked. And, right. like, yeah. I was like, that's that's my body right now. It's, like, awesome. <laughs> I am justified. I can wear it and be totally happy with it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's funny. No, there's, I remember the meme coming up. It's, like, you in your 20s, you in your 30s, you mm -hmm. after 40, you, know, you in your 40s. It was, it was the whole, like, the different shots of Boba Fett and the different things. I'm, like, nah, that's perfect. And then there's the, the memes that have come out about you that people have been doing with you, like sitting on the throne and whatnot. Well, and funny enough, that picture, that meme, the Photoshop was done like eight, nine years ago because the original photo was taken at World's Fair in Jersey in like 2011. And of course, at that time, Game of Thrones was really big. So somebody just photoshopped me on the Iron Throne. That thing's been around forever. So I'm hoping that that picture got some way into lucasfilm and inspired that scene so that's <laughs> that's my goal right there well Perfect. i saw the of someone who like photoshopped the throne away and put the new throne there that would be nice yeah and it was wandering around on facebook a while back and i thought that it would have been one of your friends or something if not i'll see if i can if i can find it and send it to you but it was just like oh it's of course it's it's fine so we, it's so we can honestly around. say you're internet famous so yeah. <laughs> i used to be i guess i don't know like I, you know like i said as the steampunk like like i just kind of drifted yeah roller coaster kind of started to like go on the down slope after about 2014 you know i started doing more costumes and you know i but i've always been me so <laughs> i can't Could get away from the pet though Regarding that that end scene with with uh, Boba Fett sitting on the throne, mm -hmm. the first thing I thought of, and, and if I'm crazy here, tell me. But I, to me, that was like a direct reflection of the end of Conan the Barbarian. Very much so. Yes. Where he's, you know, at the end, he's Conan the King. I'm like Boba Fett the King. I thought that too. <laughs> I mean, what's funny is like they even like people. So there's writing on the throne um, behind him, which is in uh, Mandoa, and they translated it, and it says like something along the lines of like Boba Fett. Um, I think it's like Boba Fett is you know ruler or whatever. I have to go back and look, but it's insane. All these little Easter eggs they drop in there. Oh. In Seattle, the Museum by the Needle there, the, when I was there, there was a Captain Kirk um, chair, um, Captain's chair. You need to go there and get your picture taken on that with yeah. your Bubba Fett outfit. I, that's I mean, I, on, my, on my Facebook, that's what I have is my, me sitting in that chair. I would in love my, to get up to uh, Seattle again. It's it's like the one farthest spot from Atlanta. so it's, Oh, yeah, that's true. It's pretty far away from Atlanta. But. It's the only downside. Uh, that, was really, that was a really awesome steampunk convention. I don't know. It if was. Do, they, they need to do it more or, or I, after COVID times, obviously. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I was fortunate. They brought me up there for the one year and I had a blast. Um, there was one in Salt Lake City. I got to attend. Um, I don't know if that's still happening or not, but 
I mean, there's a fair amount on the East Coast that I'm in driving distance. So I was able to get to a lot of those by just driving and making friends and saying, hey, can I, you know, crash on your floor? So I mean, in the beginning, I was changing out of the back of my SUV, like in the parking lot and making friends by saying, hey, can you button up the back of this? I know you don't know me, but I could really get dressed right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it went. So, so I, I never realized there was, I mean, because Every time I'm looking for like conventions and everything, everything I see is like in California. You know, there's a lot of a lot of steampunk stuff going down in California, apparently, at one point. There's a couple, <laughs> yeah. There's the gas lamp convention in San Diego yeah. or Gaslight. I, I can't remember. There's two now. Right. I was always um, seeing different things, you know, steampunk this in California, here in California. California is like, wow, a lot of California. And I knew about the one in Detroit as well. I heard I knew about that one, but and there's so I don't know a whole lot of them in, on the East Coast is what I'm saying. There, <laughs> so. there used to be – I went to one in Daytona on the beach. That was a lot of fun. There um, was – here in Atlanta, there was up in near Raleigh, North Carolina, there was Contemporal, but that's not a thing anymore. Um, there, you had the one in New Jersey, World's Fair, the one in Detroit, Cincinnati, um, oh, okay. Madison, that Wisconsin. There were, there really were. There were so many. Um, they had one, and, and not even if they were just a weekend convention, they had maybe a one night event. I went to King of Prussia in Pennsylvania, which was in December. And oh my God, let me tell you how amazing that was, not sweating to death. I was so <laughs> happy. Um, there, they have one. There's, oh, there's Keystone um, Steampunk in. Maryland, um, either Maryland or Pennsylvania, that Doc Stone runs. There was one in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, yeah, no, there were there were like a bunch over. This is a ten year span, so right, right. Yeah, I mean, sadly, everything here in in Texas, they were, they were pretty much just one and dones, um, except for Steampunk November, which is the, the longest running in Texas. When did that start, by the way? I'm just curious, honestly. Good question, um, Jack. Um, yeah, you know I don't know. Wait, there was, was a write-up in the Steampunk Glamour Gazette, which oh, yeah. I reviewed last episode. Uh, <laughs> let me. Give me a minute. Stories, yeah, I, I, I heard you. different stories. Like, I, I mean, I, I think I was wrong, but I heard at one point it started off as a it was a private event at first, um, invite so. invite invite only kind of thing and as a birthday thing and then it kind of grew from there and, just and now usually every, it goes every year they're building more infrastructure yeah. every every year it's just more and more like during the summertime they'll have volunteers come out uh, and where is it in texas it's venus texas it's a little south of dallas yeah, okay it's, it's, okay it's and, it's, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest and the longest running steampunk thing in texas um, it's, it's an outdoor an thing, so you can wear a um, jacket. <laughs> it's not, it's not like it's not like huge, huge and like the Ren Fair kind of thing. But it's a pretty decent. It, it grows every year. Sure. It's the way I would explain. Like, like it's like when you go to other conventions like Dragon Con and everything. There's all this other stuff going on. It's all about selling. It's all about vending. It's all about the panels. Steampunk November is like a very calm. It's kind of like it's the steampunkers convention because you can go, you meet everybody. Yes, they mm. they have vendors everywhere but there's no they don't have panels per se because the guy's no. a rent rent uh rent fair guy and he doesn't really think that panels would go well so there's a lot of music replacements so there's acts of music everywhere so it's like a festival kind of yeah no that's it's, i get that yeah it's a very it's, very much a festival and it's just 
a great way to just loll around. I use it. I'm, I really hate the fact I could not go this year and they weren't going to hold it, but I understand completely why. Uh, as as a s- subscription box, you know, producer, I go. And I basically hit all the vendors up and I right. know what I'm going to do for the whole year now as I'm exactly. ordering stuff from them throughout the whole year. And I'm highlighting local artists. I'm highlighting, you know, small business owners, large business owners, and I get my yearly amount of tea from tea punk teas <laughs> and because uh, that's an expensive thing to order from them if you're not ordering it yourself i mean if you're picking if you're getting it shipped to you it's expensive because i buy like you know a couple hundred cases of it. Yeah. so but yeah. uh yeah no, it's and, a great place to go to the first year i went it was a, it was fun it was great then we went the second year and it like practically doubled in size in one year <laughs> we're like whoa this place got you know, it, it was awesome, and they they're building more stages all the time. They're 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 yeah, they're always improving it every year. It gets improved, and and I've I've I, honestly I haven't gone as many times as I wished. I missed the last well, the last time they were open, they didn't they didn't have it this year because of COVID. But I didn't mm. get to go. I didn't go the year before the, the year before that. You know, so I missed the year. <laughs> but um, I, but I'm I do not if when they open up again, I do not plan to miss a single year after that. After this, you know, it's like I I want to go especially because it's practically right now the only steampunk event really happening. Um, Thax and I, well, Thax and Lisa Lamar and her belly dance troupe, they put on a couple smaller shows here near Austin in Maynard, Texas. Um, and basically it was, it was a belly dance show for the most part, but we had some vendors, you know, and it was a cute, it's really small affair, but that was the closest we can get to getting something going. And it was, it was fun. You know, <laughs> you know Jack, Jack vended there. Both oh times. yeah. I've vended there almost every year um lately i've been piggybacking off of other of other people with it above like share a tent Mm -hmm. um i like it because i can also go do i I like doing videos uh, i really like doing little vignettes of things i have not mm -hmm. really had the time and ability to if i'm manning a a station the entire time i'm there um so i actually want to do more filming and doing little just little videos. I actually on Steam Chest uh, Facebook page or not Facebook, but their YouTube channel. There's like a little two minute mm-hmm. preview of a movie we did, and that was all basically based off of we were doing a LARP, and for like two days prior, we're like, well, we, what's the backstory to this LARP? We have no idea what this. You know, we have the story for the LARP, but we so we ended up doing this like video vignettes of up to this LARP thing. And ever since then, I've just wanted to do little like fifteen to twenty seconds of here's a steampunk scene. And there's a lot of little niches and places and buildings and um, yeah, they're really great for it there. Yeah, we call it a ghost town, but it's really like uh, it's just a, like a little theme place where they just have old old buildings there, and they they're not useful other than just run around and play in. But right. I mean, but it, it's like a, almost like a like a film set, but it's not. But and actually, um, the Walking Fear the Walking Dead film there briefly, <laughs> and they even built yeah. the building for them there over you here know? by by Maynard and Elgin. There's yeah. that place. Nice. I wonder where they filmed that because I was like, well, they're filming regular Walking Dead here, so I didn't know where they were doing Fear the Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, the yeah Fear the Walking Dead's filmed here in Texas. Uh, the one of the big scenes where, if you watch it, where Morgan was shot at the on the steps of that in that town, mm. that, that they filmed it there, <laughs> and the, oh. they built the building there for it. <laughs> and where the wedding happened, where they got married, the two two kids guys get married. Yeah, right. That that they wow. filmed that there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. I, I definitely want to go to more conventions throughout the states, but right now because of because of the the, the plague, everything's we, on hold. Yeah, everything's on hold, and it's really put oh. a on things. And and that's why I, I I mean I started originally started 
started this podcast to highlight steampunk stuff, steampunk events that are going on. Um, the the original programming, the original programming, we would just we would start just talking about something that we that we watched that was steampunk and talk about our adventures that we went on, and then we would take a break and then we'd come back and basically run down the calendar of events. Okay, well this is happening here, this is happening here, blah blah, you know, go or you know. Or you can, or oh, there's an air, there's an air balloon festival going on there. Dress up a steampunk, boom! It's a steampunk event. We did that several times. We went to several air air, air balloon <laughs> air balloon shows, you know, hot air and balloon someday, shows. Someday, someday we'll see a balloon actually go up. Yes, we have never seen a single balloon go up in the air. <laughs> well, they just inflate them, and then that's it. It's like woo, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. they well, they realize oh, it's too windy. We can't. It's too dangerous, kind of thing. The, you know, the uh, Texas weather will not allow us to to. You know. Yeah, go too fast will exceed the parameters of the of the of the envelope. And the and the, and the funny thing is, is there, I mean, they, and we're dressed up in steampunk. Nobody else is, but people they they like us. They 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 see us and they they hey, you guys are dressed great, and they love us there. You know, it's like I think we even snuck into the VIP section just by walking in. No one said anything to us. That's actually the key of getting into any VIP is just acting like you know your VIP VIP is exactly. So, I mean, it's a kiddo. Everybody, meet Dakota. Hello, Dakota. I know. Hey, you. Dakota. But yeah, so I mean, that, that that was the original purpose of the podcast. Is just like this is the, these are things you can do as steampunk, or this is things you can turn into steampunk just by dressing up, <laughs> kind of thing. You know. And, awesome. And of course, no, I'm all about that. That's that's I appreciate that. That's that's great. And and, and part of the part of the problem was is getting the information because I mean I had to, we had to do our own research to find out what well, what's happening what's going on you know I mean we would ask if you know something let us know tell us and I, I want to be kind of like a central a central hub for that information kind of thing but it, it, it didn't no one's actually using us as a central hub but you know but the more the more the more people we get involved the more people talking to us the better this will be kind of thing. You know, yeah, so I mean, I remember back in the day, a lot of the groups, you know, I mean, the, like the Midwest scene had a whole bunch of the airship crews. They use Facebook. I mean, it's it's just a matter of what platform you're using, really, mm -hmm. to get the word out. Um, you know, some people had built their own websites. I remember there was Steampunk Empire, um, which that became the Cincinnati one, the Steampunk Empire Symposium. And then it became the International Steampunk Symposium. Like I said, there's so many iterations. Um, right. You know, but yeah, if you guys ever need info and I hear about it, I'll gladly pass along to you. Because yes, anything you know of, yeah. tell us about it. I mean, we, I mean, we were, we were, we were focusing on Texas at first, but now we're like, okay, anywhere. You know, there's some kind of steampunk happening anywhere. Let us know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people will travel. Yeah, especially yeah, it, after this is over or subsided yeah. somewhat, and we can go to events. Yes, people will. <laughs> they're like clawing at the bit to get out of their house. Exactly. Yeah, V, v Sci-Fi, there was a, a quote-unquote steampunk bar that opened up here in Texas one time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very, very commercial. Um, it, was, yeah. it, was just, it was a sports bar with gears on the wall, essentially. Uh, but, I've been there. I was there. I, I yeah. saw it. It was, yeah, they tried. Yeah, they, they tried. They oh, we, had a, we had a couple of meetings there. Existed, and that's the problem. They, don't, they weren't steampunk, like, mentally. They yeah. just, yeah. People like gears. Okay, let's in old stuff. We can do. We got old stuff. And and there was once a bar rescue show that was focused in Austin, where they tried to turn the bar into a steampunk bar. Oh, that didn't last very long at all. Uh, but a lot of our people here did go to the opening of that bar. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing I've always found is to be the biggest like hindrances. People like the aesthetic, and then it just I don't know. It either becomes a fad, and then it just it lives out its fifteen minutes of fame. 
and it moves on and then maybe mm -hmm. it gets a resurgence because that's what i find funny it's like i've been to certain areas where they have no clue what's happened four or five years ago in areas and they think like this is something new and it's like no this has been way done already you know like you got to go back to like I want to say 2006 was like when it really started surfacing in the convention scene and just sci-fi conventions. And then slowly the individual steampunk events started happening, which then became their own big thing. Right. Um, and so there, you got these smaller groups that don't know that these have already happened around the country, you know, Yeah, that that's a big, like, it's so, it's so weird. It's like, I remember explaining to some kid, that he thought uh, Misfits were covering Metallica, Die, Die, My Darling. I'm like, no, Metallica covered Misfits, okay? So that's how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> Had a friend yeah, who... It's, it's uh, a matter of getting the word out to everybody, and that's what we, yeah. I was trying to do. And, yeah, I mean, and, and, we, and, and we traveled around Texas for the most part for a lot of things. I mean, we went to Corpus for a Bon Voyage party for the Steampunk cruise that was leaving, <laughs> that was leaving Corpus. Yeah, oh, no, not Corpus, uh, Galveston. Sorry. The Steampunk Cruise. Is that the one that... Be, I wasn't even going to be on that cruise. I just went to the Bon Voyage party. <laughs> Is that the one great. that Evelyn Crete was uh, forefronting? I think I so. And, and G.D. Foxen? Probably. I don't know. That's been on the not cruise. that year, but previous to that, yes. I'll keep my, my mouth shut. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, but, yeah, uh, we've never gone on that on that. Uh, that uh, event, but but since it was in, in Galveston, we could go to the Bon Voyage party, and then the next year, uh, probably didn't make it. But Erica and I, my my wife over here in the corner, uh, went, and we had a great time. Um, all the the big names were were kind of gone, but there was still a small, committed, you know, dozen people who just didn't have an organized cruise. They were just you know, friends who were going on this cruise together. And it was a blast. We had a, mm -hmm. such an amazing time. I had a couple and, friends uh, go from here and they, they loved it. Yeah. I just want to know how steampunk a cruise is. Like, well, I mean, I think it wasn't an official thing other than, Hey, we're all going to go together as steampunkers. Okay. Right. You had a group of people dressed up in steampunk and they were on a cruise. That was okay. it. <laughs> See, right. That sounds like fun. A themed, a, a personally themed cruise. Like, but I can, I can imagine a theme, like a, like a Disney cruise ship trying to like, we're going steampunk now. <laughs> you know, a long time ago, there was the initiative that they thought Tomorrowland was going to get renovated to look in that steampunk aesthetic, the Victorian, you know, sci-fi. And they had, I remember seeing plans for it and it just didn't take off. <laughs> That's a bummer. But wow, we have gone two hours now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I hate keeping you guys. I'm sorry, but oh, I no appreciate worries. you you bringing me on. Worth it. I mean, I'm glad. Thank you for joining us. No, no problem. Um, thank you, thank you, I mean, Jack, for pinging me initially. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you for the postcard again. No, no yeah, problem. I mean, so yeah, we're gonna have to cut. We're gonna have to sign <laughs> off soon because we've gone two hours. This has been an extra long version, and um, <laughs> this is awesome. And, and we still have people watching this. We still have seven people watching this. That is awesome. Thank you guys for watching. Um, once again, before just before Strange Way joined us, we were talking about if you have any suggestions, anything you like about us, anything you don't like about us, send it to send it to Twitter. No, I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't send Twitter. Um, talk, to, talk to us. Talk to us on Facebook. 
um, at Texas Steampunk Connection. Give us your, your your suggestions of what you like, what you don't like. You know, we'll 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 try to we'll try to tweak it. You know, we'll tweak. We'll, we're, we're, we're always up for change and trying something new. Um, but you know, I'm old and hard to do that. But I'll try. <laughs> you brought the strange way. No, I'm I'm scared of change actually. But anyway. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so once again, thank you guys, everybody. Um, and until next time, mind your gauges. Ending the broadcast.